Hello everyone, this is Caleb, your GM. A quick word before our show today. Two things. First, David's internet crapped out on him, so instead of just calling the session off, he used his phone to call in on Skype. So this entire episode, you'll have to deal with poorer than usual mic quality from David, as well as some background noises from his house. It couldn't be helped, and we apologize. Secondly, we introduce a new character for Dom in this episode. Anytime a player rolls a new character, there's a small adjustment period, so this episode will reflect that a little bit. To make up for that, I threw a little outtake at the end of the show for you guys. Last time on Trailblazers, the party ventured into a Rokusaki stronghold and were surrounded by his men. They fought off the sibling of the assassin they killed earlier, but were then subdued. For days, they were tortured about the location of the Wish Ring and the appearance of a strange person. Not knowing the answers to either of these questions, the party was given an opportunity for mercy. They could work for a Rokusaki and repay their debt, or they could be put to death. David chose the former, while Thaddeus couldn't in good conscience, and chose the latter. Thaddeus was put to death, and David is confronted yet again with a brand new way of life. Will David be able to adjust? What will he make of his new allies? And can he deal with his old enemies? Find out this week on Trailblazers! You were put back into the, the stronghold, and uh, um, a bag is put over your head, David. Okay. Um, we're gonna say it's the same bag that you know, like they took you out with. Oh, my bag. That's nice. I have my own bag. Yes. It's nice of them. You have your. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> um, and you are brought up into uh, you're moving around stuff, and you're put into a, a, a room, and you're in that room. Your hands are shackled behind your back. After about, you're not sure because time is going, but it's a it's long time. It, it's enough time that you sleep. Okay. You're woken up as a, as a. A light is brought in, and the door is opened, and yeah, you're picked up okay. by two men, one on either side. You know that because there's two pairs of arms picking you up underneath your shoulder arms, and uh, you're, you're marched again into uh, down a hallway through some stuff, and then finally in a room, and you're sat down in a chair, and the bag's taken off your head, and there's Ashitaka again. This is what he looks like. For those of you at home, he's wearing purple and gold. David, David, David. I thought we had an agreement. And the gun is sitting in the table between you two. Okay. Listen, I know we've had a, a lot of troubles in our relationship, but I'm willing, I'm willing to fight to make it work. <laughs> Does he really say yeah. that, or are you playing around? No, no, he says that. <laughs> Gotta know, though, if you're in it, though. This can't be a one-way street. A one-way street. <sighs> Let's recap. You asked me to be honest with you, and I was. And you cut my toe off and pulled my fingernails out. You asked me to be reasonable, and I was, and then you asked me to do the one thing you knew I wouldn't do. So, (laughs) I want to work with you too, but uh, I think we're going to have to stop playing games and give me something to do. Okay. You're right, it is a one-way relationship. I'm being honest and reasonable, and you guys are being brutal and unreasonable. All right. You know, I... Though I deal with you commoners uh, often, I never get used to how much everything's just a business for you. So I'll try to remember that this is just a business. You don't need to put worms in my head or cut my toes off. You just need to ask me to do something I can actually do for you, and I shall do it. All right. He makes he nods his head, and somebody comes up, and they undo the, your manacles. I pick up the gun and shoot. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to introduce you to someone. Bring him in. Dom, your character, walks in and explain to David what you look like. 
He's a Templar Knight. I look sexy. Paladin, another Paladin. <laughs> I look sexy. <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> um, uh, olive skin, a little bit darker than mine. Uh, black hair. Uh, my eyes are kind of gray. I have a hood up, hood up right now. Um, I I have some armor on, but they look more like little loose plates connected to an undershirt. Okay. And I have a bow slung on my back. But I can't see your face. Uh, you can. It's just I mean, like the the big thing that sticks out is my eyes. Human. Yeah. He uh, points to a, a ring that's on the middle of the table next to your gun, and he goes, "David, if you would please put that ring on." Okay, I put it on. All right, you two will be working uh, close together. Jude, meet Dave. David, meet Jude. I nod my head. Jude, I give him a little salute. So you two will be working closely together uh, for the foreseeable future. I'll remind you, you have 15 deaths to make up for, Mr. David. Okay. Uh, How many people do you got to kill? He kind of laughs a little bit at that and he goes, as well as... To pay for the torture of one of our men and the theft and ruining of one of our properties, namely one Setsuko. When you work off this debt, you are free to leave the north and you will be unaccosted by us as long as you do not accost us. Okay. Mr. Businessman, do you agree to these terms? Just one question. When I earn my freedom, do I have to leave the north? Yes. We'll talk. Yeah, I agree with the terms. <laughs> we'll deal with that later. Jude will show you around. You'll get some food in your belly. You'll get some rest. And we'll meet up tomorrow for your first mission. Okay. Agreeable. David? Absolutely. I may call you David, may I? Yes. I'm not anything if I'm not agreeable. <laughs> you know, sometimes I do like uh, dealing with you, Connors. Things are so simple and straightforward. You, I'll leave you to Jude. Thank you. Show me around, Jude. Uh, I turn around and I start walking down the hall. Uh, I'm going to show him where he gets his sleep first. Okay. Shows you a, like a, a bunk room with a bunch, of, uh, a bunch of bunks and there's a bunch of people there. So it's communal? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, po- uh, I point to uh, one bed. I said, this one's mine. I point to the one next to it. That one's yours. Oh, good. My next question was going to be, does he speak common? You say that in common? Or do I speak as Landy now? <laughs> You've Remember had they were training a few me? lessons under stress, oh, okay. so you do not. I don't know. Okay. A few lessons under stress. <laughs> under stress. That, you think that would make it stick more when they're pulling your fingernails off? <laughs> and they punch you every time you pronounce something wrong. Yeah, that'll keep it in there. All right. Um, so I... Uh, let's, let's just say you know how to say, I want to go to the bathroom, where is the library, really well. Gotcha. <laughs> so, uh, Jude, any chance I can get um, a change of clothes? I'm assuming I'm pretty right by now. You guys bathe. You guys bathe in the north. Do you change clothes? I'm a little bit uh, messed up here. A little dirty. Yes, we change clothes. You, I point to the trunk at the end of his bed. I said, "You'll find a change of coat clothes in there." How about a bath? Or is that asking too much? Go down to the lowest floor. When the water comes up, you can wash. When the water comes and then, up. And then I crack a smile. No, I'm just kidding. We have some. And I... I oh, I was going to say. I say, follow me. I actually thought that was pretty cool. I was, I was actually impressed. I'm like, hey, I was going to say that, like, would I have to wait for the tide to come in? 
right. Um, That's what I want to do first. I want to take. All right. It's like a. Again, everything's kind of communal around here. Um, so it's like a Turkish bath. Kind of like a Turkish bath. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I point them to the bath. Steam say. rooms and stuff. Uh, meet us. Meet me back at the uh, bedroom when you're done and washed up. Will do. David, when you go to the Turkish bath, there are other people. I'd say the Lin Kuei is that's in that room, and generally this will be the way it is around the area. Maybe 60, 40, male to female. And they do, they're co-ed, you mean? Yes. They do everything co-ed? Yep. Okay. But that's and, um, everyone you meet, about 40% of them are women and 60% are men. But let me ask you a question. When I'm looking all around, are there a lot of foreigners or it's mostly northern? Uh, almost n pretty much no foreigners. The only foreigner you've met so far uh, is Jude. Jude. Okay. All right, so I wash. I get dressed. Okay, you are ostracized. That's I, I'm ostracizing myself anyway. I'm making no attempt to talk or make eye contact anyway. Okay. I'm just kind of doing my thing. You know what I mean? Yep. And obviously, then, um, as you clean your wounds, it hurts. Yeah, well, that's why I wanted a bath. I'm obviously destroyed, so I do all that and then um, head back up to the room. Do I see uh, just kind of walking through anything of note, or is it just like a fort type, fortress type building? Or it's a fort. Is it nice? It's really nice because it's all like built into this building. It's not like ramshackle put together yesterday. Right, so it doesn't look like a war bunker. It's like something built up and nice. Correct. Okay. Uh, very ancient feeling to it. There's, gotcha. Uh, statues and things that are crafted into the walls. It just looks very nice. But a lot of it's smooth, marble-esque. Oh, wait. what Did I take my gun? Uh, no, you did not. Okay. Um, we go back to the room right. where I left my gun. <laughs> butt, na butt naked? You no, did. I said I took a bath and got dressed. I said that. Okay. Your gun, it, you left it on the table. I go back there. Is it on the table? It is not. Ah, oh, damn. I'm not going to be much without my gun. I hope they don't want me to kill anybody. All right. I go back to the room. All right. Jude's there. Oh, he's there? Hey, Jude, I noticed uh, ah! you're not a northerner. I said, hey, Jude. Yep. Hey, Jude, I noticed you're not a northerner. What's your story? Very observant. <laughs> Let's get to know each other first. You buy me a drink. Uh, uh, take me in on a few dates, and we'll, we'll, see, where that, we'll, see, where, we'll, we'll see where that goes. What, are you serious? Did I smile? I don't know. Did you? I'm talking to you through a computer. <laughs> <laughs> you got to tell me if you smiled or didn't smile. Uh, no, I didn't. I was dead serious. He asked me to take him out on a date? He's being sarcastic with dry humor, David. Surely it's you not got working. this. So you don't want to tell me about yourself. Is that what you're trying to tell me? I'm sorry. I've had a rough couple of days, so joking is really not... I'm not really up for a lot of messing around. I understand. We'll, we'll see how things go, and if we progress that far, we'll talk. Okay. Fair enough. So now what? Well, are you hungry? Uh, a little bit, but they've pretty much been torturing me and starving me, so I should probably take it easy. Maybe some soup or something. Wonderful. That's what we're having today. Good. Uh, I take him to the mess, and I put down a bowl of gruel in front of him. David, this, this, this whole situation does kind of remind you of an army bunker. Not in the way that it it looks as in the way it functions messes, but the way it functions yes okay i'm getting the idea i've been enlisted by some psycho sadist <laughs> <laughs> that should that should help you regain some of your strength for now 
Yeah, if I think if I ate anything real, I'd probably keel over. Probably. The food's actually pretty delicious. As a plus, of... I have worm... plus, I have worms in my brain, so I don't know what mixes with those and what doesn't. So, As a matter of fact, since nobody's left who ate one of the uh, fruit, it's you don't have to worry about everything being disgusting. <laughs> it's great. Wait, what? Well, the fruit. who ate the fruit were dumb. Oh, right. I didn't, that's right. I didn't eat this. So uh, this food tastes great. The magic tree that kills your taste buds. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird place. Okay, so I eat clearly. Uh, Jude's not wanting to talk, so I don't talk. A dude comes up and sits next to you, David. Okay. Stares at you. Okay. And a, then another man comes up to your other side and sits down and stares at you. When the guy goes, uh, what you doing? In common? Yep. I'm uh, eating this delicious meal that you guys have prepared for me. I'm very grateful. He takes it. What makes you think you can eat our food? Uh, this guy. And I point to Jude. Well, he's not the boss around here. <laughs> Who's the boss? The Grand Master. Listen, Soru. Ashitaka told me to give him the tour of the place. Give him a break. Yeah, well... Ashitaka's not my captain. And I'm uh, kind of tired of him letting commoners eat our food. Oh, so this is the way it's going to be. Uh, I back out of my chair and I stand up. Uh, the two guys stand up as well. Listen, I really don't want to have to do this. Can't you just give us a break today? I'll let, you, I'll let you have my share for food tomorrow. How about that? I know you like to eat a lot, so... <laughs> He goes, oh, something will break around here. That's for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> hey, Caleb, there's no way to translate this to my sheep, but I'm me, right? You're me? In this game? I'm me. Yeah. You know I'm very proficient in fighting, right? You know, I consider that ever since you first joined. I would probably be able to whoop these guys' asses. <laughs> but just keep it in mind, he comes up. Right. 23 years of full contact karate right. fighting experience. I'll you don't you just what. forget it. We should have talked about that before. I would, I would think I'm better <laughs> fighting with my fist than a gun, even. But you can. I just... didn't even mean it for using it like to actually hurt some, like to win in a in a fight fight. But I just meant in situations like this, mm-hmm. where we wouldn't necessarily go into it and then you know a combat initiative, but just sort of playing through a situation. Okay. That, that's all. All right. Like if this guy put his hands on me, I could fight. That's all. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll do some. Uh... More in the role-playing side of things. Improvised, yeah, rules for this one. Yeah. Uh, the, I would just grant you versus a commoner, but these are obviously trained no, I hear you. individuals. Are At they this armed? point, they're speaking Aslanti, so you don't understand what they're saying, David. I'm sure I'm catching the drift either way. Are they armed, Caleb? Nope. I draw out my quarterstaff and I whistle for my uh, owl. Okay, an owl comes out of like seemingly nowhere and lands on uh, Jude's shoulder. And... Um, the guy bolts across. Can Al fit in the room? <laughs> <laughs> the guy uh, bolts across the table and uh, attempts to tackle Jude. Jude, I need to know what uh, 15 does to your CMD. CMD, it does nothing. All right, you just move and he falls on his face. And uh, the other guy puts his hand on your shoulder, David. What would you do to such an okay. occasion? If a guy put his hand on my shoulder? Yeah, aggressively, of course. To, like, turn, to, like, I would... to knock you out of your chair. I'd do something that's called a re-grab, where you basically re-grab his hand the other way, and it hurts really bad, and it puts your <laughs> wrist in an uncomfortable situation. Go you ahead. Re-gra- you, re- 
re-grab the meat under the thumb and turn his hand the wrong way, and it hurts really bad. I can picture that. All right, you're gonna have to make a, a CMB check, but for any okay. any 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 check I'm about to ask you to make, you're gonna give yourself a plus fifteen since you're knowledgeable in these things. All right. And by the way, the, the, with moves like that, the harder the guy grabs me, the more it hurts him. Okay. Uh, so go ahead and make a CMB. Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Nice. Um, yeah, you grab his thumb and do that thing that you just did. Playing me with this. Okay, you grab his thumb while you're twisting his arm or something, or are you just holding it? In a no, no, no. It's his. If you can picture his wrist, yeah. You would take his wrist and point it towards his own body. I would turn it and point it towards his own body. Okay. And as I stood up, he would have to take a knee, or else it would break his wrist. Okay, he does that. You stand up, and he takes. And then I hand. say, "Be a gentleman. We're at the dinner table." <laughs> uh, over to you, Jude. You would just knock this guy back, and he he falls into like a chair, and some knocks a table, and some food like falls on him, and he stands up, and he's all angry, uh, and he's uh, preparing himself for whatever you're gonna do. What do you do? And I'm going to try to catch him in the side of the head with the staff. Wow, this got out of control really fast. 17. 17's a hit. Done deal. Nice, man. Seven. All right. You whack him. And the guy who uh, David is, is mocking <laughs> goes, stop, 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 stop. All right, so here's what I do. I kind of like hold my hand up to Jude. Uh-huh. Almost like this is like out of control. Mm-hmm. And I... I take the guys that who I have his wrist, yeah. and if you can picture it, I kind of like push him. I let him go, but I kind of push it away so he's not like within arm's reach. All right. Um, I bow to him. All right. And I just push the gruel like that I was eating to like the middle of the table, and I sit down. And I'm just like I won't eat. The guy says, "Let's go, man." And you're the guy who's covered in gruel. All right. And he kind of wipes off his face. Says, "I'll be seeing you around, Jude." Uh, as he's walking away, I uh, I call after him. Soru, you might want to clean yourself up, unless you're saving that for later. He grumbles as the guy, the other guy is leaving. He looks at you, just commoner. He kind of nods his head. Have a nice day. Konnichiwa. I take a quick look around, and then I sit down. Right, everything kind of resettles down. I see you're as good at making friends as I am. Six years has taught me, or no, five years has taught me one thing. Don't piss them off, but sometimes that isn't always easy. <laughs> I hope we taught them something. Don't touch me. <laughs> uh, good form, by the way. I start stroking my, my owl. I like your owl. That's a neat uh, trick you did there. Oh, thank you. Thank you. He's, a, he's an old buddy. Is that some sort of magic? or? <laughs> no, I'm not that sophisticated. Just an old good. friend. So you're not a wizard. <laughs> no, I'm not a wizard. I take Good, it you've had, a... you've had r- trouble with them in the past? Yeah, not a big fan. I can understand. I understand you don't want to tell me about you, but they didn't happen to tell you about me, did they? A uh, little bit. A little bit. Troublemaker from the South. Uh, owe them six lives and a building. Fifteen. 15, Fifteen lives in the building. My mistake. But just to be clear, I didn't actually kill fifteen people. They're making me pay for my friends' people too. I don't want you to think I'm some kind of mass murderer. <laughs> Listen, my name isn't Malpass over here. 
Yeah, about as good he was. <laughs> Malpass, that useless piece of crap. <laughs> chuckling. So you've been here five years, huh? Yes. Yes, five years since I've seen anything south of the border. Is that where you're from? Yes, originally. I was from uh, the frontier area between Antioch and uh, the uh, Plaguelands. I've been there. It's a nice area. When there's yes. a giant helicopter shooting at you. I scrunched my eyes. Helicopter? Ah, never mind. It's a long story. Go ahead. Maybe you'll tell me one day. Sure, when you tell me your story, I'll tell you mine. Deal. So you weren't uh, a citizen of the Empire? You were a oh, free man? Yeah, I was just a free man. My, my family, uh, uh, yeah, just a free man. Must be nice. I haven't experienced that in my travels here. Mm. It's not something common. So do you know what, uh, what we're supposed to do? What our first job is no uh we're uh mr ashitaka has given you a couple hours and then we're gonna go talk to him again okay anything else you think i need to see or now anything important like i said i nod toward uh, everyone else don't piss them off it's fine by me trust me i'm not here trying to make friends <laughs> well then you're in luck so are you hungry yeah, I take the rule and start eating it again. <laughs> Tell me, how did you find this place? What, the fort? Yeah. Man, how did we find this place? Oh, yeah, we, uh, there was like a, some kind of weird tree spirit thing that we deceived into showing us the way. That's not an easy thing to do. And as you can see, uh, it didn't endear me to them, so it probably wasn't <laughs> the greatest idea in the world. <laughs> Maybe not. So, who'd you kill? Who didn't I kill? Uh, <laughs> well, we killed a bunch of these guys. Uh, that's probably what got me in the most trouble. Mm. One of my companions killed a town's shopkeeper. And we, he also tortured to another shopkeeper and another um, Lin Kuei. So we caused all kinds of trouble up here. Yeah, it does. I'll agree with what you said. It doesn't sound like you've endeared yourself to them. Oh, and did you see that big island crash? The floating island? Did you see that? I felt it. We did that. I believe that when I see it. I don't blame you for not believing it. In fact, why I'm even still alive is somewhat of a mystery. <laughs> well, don't, well, count it as a blessing. Well, yeah, we'll see. Man, I missed something else. I had another um, companion that was captured. You know, have you heard anything about him? Have you heard anything about him? Which one? His name is Phoenix. No, I, I've not heard the name. Kind of creepy looking vampire looking guy. You'd know if you met him. Uh, then I'm afraid I haven't met him. Hmm. And a girl, a northerner girl. You ever hear anything about her? There's many northerner girls around here, and I kind of just wave my hand at the. 
No, I mean, that was traveling with us. I don't know if people are talking around here or not. No. Okay. Just asking. But then again, I should admit, people don't tell me much. Yeah, I'm a little bit in the dark, too, right now. So I guess we'll discover together. Unfortunately for you, I, I'm not sure getting me as an assignment was the best uh, fortune for you. <laughs> we'll see what time shows us. I have a way of attracting all kinds of special kinds of trouble. <laughs> I, I, I can see that. So, I apologize in advance. I'm sure <laughs> things will get way worse for you before they get any better hanging out with me. Oh, dear. But the good news is, uh, as you've heard, I'm pretty good at killing a lot of stuff, so we should be all right. Well, let's hope that your talent isn't called upon too often. Well, maybe I'm wrong to assume it, but I'm assuming that's how they're going to make me work off the debt. I don't think they're just going to have me wash dishes. <laughs> not all debts are paid in blood. Hey, I hope it's not. Trust me. I could use a break from uh, all that madness. Well, are you finished? I nod toward the bowl. Finished. Let's go and see what Mr. Ashitaka wants, unless you feel you need to rest. No, I slept when they had a bag over my head and locked me in a room. <laughs> I remember that. After they cut my toe off and pulled out my fingernails. <laughs> they cut off a toe? I, I check under the table and look at his foot. Well, I have my boots on, but yeah, take my word for it. I think I have my boots on, Caleb. Yeah, you have, uh, you have uh, shoes, yeah. I like Not that your it. boots, you have shoes that they've provided. I like that. You, Maybe you like can feet wrap. You can, you can tell the ladies you wrestled an alligator, and I stand up and I start walking toward the door. Alright, I follow him. And I take him to Mr. Ashitaka. Ashitaka-san. Ashitaka-san. <laughs> All right, you go to his room, and he, he has, like, a desk, and it's got full of scrolls and different things. And uh, he walks he, uh, up as you enter. He stands and bows to you. And I, I bow low. I bow. He goes, have a seat. Okay. I do. There is an annoying man causing some trouble. And uh, he's working for us. Ha <laughs> ha! No, I'm joking. Uh, his name is Hoshi. And I need you guys to convince him to stop causing trouble. Doing so, we'll get one life off of your debt, Mr. David. Okay. I have two questions, if I may. Your equipment will be provided for you. Thank you. And what is your second question? As to not further get myself in trouble, um... I'm not sure if this term means anything to you, but what would be the uh, rules of engagement or the rules of conduct with convincing somebody? What's too far? What's not far enough? Do whatever it takes to get the job done. But I assume Mercy you want this man is always your first option. Okay. And killing is always your last. Gotcha. Understood. Despite whatever you think about us, David, we're not terrorists. We're not monsters. Okay. We, ha we haven't killed 15 people in a couple days. 
I hear you. I'm not sure my foot would agree with you, but I agree. My my mind agrees with you. Yeah, uh, David, I'm I'm sure you'll learn as you live longer. Through pain comes truth. Because your, your equipment has been put on your bed as well as some of the equipment from your associates. As you all understand, some of it we kept, such as the things you acquired from the tomb. Those are not yours to have. I just need my leather, my braces, and my weapons. Braces came from the tomb, sir. They are not yours. Let me go find the equipment that you can have, that you do rightfully own, on your bed. Uh, okay. Well, but being a businessman, can I negotiate for that? The braces will help me. I'll gladly surrender them back when I'm finished. You raided and destroyed a monument. And you want the benefits of that. To serve you, I want the benefits of that. Roll diplomacy check. Ten. It's out of the question. Alright. Thought I'd ask. Don't worry, if you die, we'll find somebody else to finish your job. <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> he gives you the location of the guy. And he goes, Mr. Hoshi owns a, uh, a moderate business up by the baths. He likes to sell things there. Fortunately, what he is selling is not, uh, let's say, the best quality. You get to go there and to convince him to either increase his quality or to go out of business. I don't okay. want promises. I want him convinced. I'm sure you understand. Understood. Very well. Okay, I stand up and deep bow. Okay. He nods his head. And he goes back to writing whenever he was writing. I stand up and I bow low and I turn to the door. Okay. David. Yes. On your bedroll, you find your pistol. Mm-hmm. You find Thaddeus's uh, sword and shield. Okay. So you can take that if you want. If you don't, that's fine. You know what? I'll take the shield. Okay. There's uh, the kind of items that you guys would have on your travels. As well as a note with a dried flower on top of it. Wait, was my bandolier there? Yes. Okay. As well as your leather armor. Would all, would all my uh, would all of Thaddeus's old crap that he carried around with him too be there? Yeah. Uh, There's a heat stone. <laughs> uh, as Bible. well. I take the Bible. Uh, a bunch of random things, like compasses, bedroll, blanket, rope, that kind of stuff. Oh, wait, I'm sorry, my bandolier was there? Yeah. Oh, and should I keep my poison arrows? Were they all there? All my original arrows and stuff? Yep. I think you used all your arrows, actually. No, I, I had one. Okay. And I had um, three bolts. I have it written down right here. I had one more arrow yep. and three bolts. And I still have five silver arrows, too. Right. And they're like three separate piles. A pile of that stuff, a pile of your stuff, and then just a flower, a dried flower, and the letter. All by its lonesome. Okay, I pick up the letter. It's a letter that looks very written by a child. In common? Yes. Okay. And it says, Dear Mana, I have discovered a secret in my travels. I want to tell you about it, but I am worried to write it. I will tell you in person, but the secret makes me happy. 
and I want to share it with you. I have also traveled north with the people the Emperor sent to the Lich. They are strange and confuse me a lot. I don't think they know what they want, but they can fight and that is good. Antioch is beautiful. You will love it. I hope I can take you here one day. There are animals and fae and many happy creatures all living together in peace. I will practice writing more by writing you more letters soon. I, give, I have a gift to bring you. It is a flower that has only grown in these parts. It's pretty like you, Phoenix Augustgrad. Hmm. Okay, I fold it up and put it in my bag. And the flower. Does that mean he is dead? There's also a vial that says, drink me on it. <laughs> Sorry. Was that real or you're joking? Yeah, it's real? Yep. What's it look like, the liquid? Viscous and uh, kind of a greenish red. I hold it up to Jude and... What do you think? Ever seen anything like this? I use detect poison. No poison. Looks safe. Hmm. Okay, I uh, I drink it. Oh, it tastes her terrible, but you down it. Okay. No immediate effect, I take it? Nope. Okay. Yeah, you guys get on your way? Uh, he he left the sword there? Yeah. Yeah. I fidget with it a little bit. Look at it. Uh, you're forgetting your weapon. I pull out my revolver, and I show it to him. I go, this is my weapon. Uh, I make a, a weird face, and I shove the sword under his mattress, and I walk out with him. So it be, and Jude leads you out, and you know exactly when to wait for and how to get off the platform before it submerges. You guys get off. Uh, and I know where this guy's place is, right? Yeah. So I start walking. I let my bird go into the air. I look at him. So what was in the letter? Uh, it was a letter from one of my companions to someone I know. I don't really know what it, he's talking about in it. Hmm. Oh, I get it. All these misprints are, are on purpose? Yes. Okay. Okay, let's go. Uh, we're going. Alright. You get to the pools, which is the second time you've ever been there, David. This is the place where you guys were offered a fruit from a tree. And uh, it doesn't take long to spot Mr. Hoshi. He has like a little stand, and, he's, and he seems to be selling something. I look at him. You want me to... Technically, this is your mission. You want me to just be quiet in the back? Or do you want me to help you out? Uh, have you ever done anything like this before? My skill set usually doesn't involve people. At least not talking to them. Okay, hopefully he's, if he doesn't speak common, I assume you speak Aslandy? I do. I might need you then. I don't speak Aslandy, just so you know. Very well. Okay, I go, we go over to him. And um, I just kind of look, is it obvious what he's selling or no? He's selling some sort of potion. Hey, uh, what are you selling there? He says something in his lanty. I translate. Uh, a commoner up here. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. What are you, uh, what are you selling there? I am selling the greatest thing you have ever come across. Well, it's my lucky day. <laughs> Sir, you are right. It is. And, uh, David, you're like, in five seconds, you're like, I've seen this guy a thousand times. I've walked down the streets of Atlantic City. I've seen a shyster. <laughs> exactly. I've seen a shyster. One potion of this. It'll change your your luck for the rest of your life. Everything will just seem to go your way. It's been enchanted by a, a foreign god of a distant land <laughs> to change your future. And all I'm asking, 2,000 gold pieces. And I promise you, your life will change for the better. 
Really? Okay, well, that's ironic, because I'm here to change your life, too. <laughs> he, it's just kind of smile kind of fades a little bit and kind of cocks his head. Here's what's going to happen. You are going to stop selling this stuff altogether, or you're going to somehow get stuff that actually does what you're saying it does. Sir, I promise you, that. this does exactly what I say it does. Listen, I know maybe you've talked to some people who said, you know, I don't feel any different. But, you know, it's the rest of your life. You'll see the effects as you go on through life. I don't think you're understanding me. Um, <laughs> let me be a little bit clearer. I am here representing a certain party whose name we cannot say. That should hopefully make you understand. And, again, you are not going to sell those potions anymore. Or you are going to get the actual potions and sell those. Intimidate, I guess. 23. All right. Listen here. I don't want to get in trouble with anybody. Certainly not any one of your company. But I, I, I promise you, I mean, if, if this didn't work, I wouldn't sell it around here. You think I'm dumb enough to come into your territory and, and, and piss you guys off? It's not me. It's not who I am. not my character. And I'm a man of character. Right, I, I, I would stop. I, if I could help you, I could. I, you want me to either stop or to sell the actual potions? I'll sell the actual potions. That's what these are. All right. I take um, my gun out and I put it on the counter, but with my hand still on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I say, you already are in trouble. <laughs> Don't make me repeat myself again. Roll another intimidate. Ooh, nice. 29. Kind of looks the gun, looks up at you and goes, you know, the market is starting to dry up around here. I think I think I'll move along. You know, I, I heard, you know, I, there's probably more people in the, in the town a little bit south of here probably need this more than the people around the pools. You're right. You're right. How how many bottles are there? Are they like up on a shelf in a box? Is it like ten or a thousand? Maybe thirty. In a box or like on the shelves? I'd say like he's like made a little makeshift booth, and there's maybe like ten being displayed, and the rest would be underneath. Okay. Um, I kind of say hold on before you go, and I grab him. Uh huh. And I sort of, like, roughly hand him to Jude. And I, hold this for me. I grab him by by the scruff of his neck. And I'm just kind of just making, like, a mean face staring at him. I take my gun and I just break every, all the bottles. All right. No, no. uh, Now you can move on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. 11. 11? Oh, well, that's two successes and a failure. Um, well, I already broke all this stuff, so I guess what difference does it make? The guy's kind of, he stays quiet. So when we come back tomorrow, you're not going to be here, right? No, sir. Pack it up. Thank you, sir. I, I think we're going to camp here tonight. I appreciate this whole interaction, sir, and I appreciate your time, and I thank you again, sir. Thank you for being so cooperative. And uh, he leaves kicking the dirt. Mm, cool. Oh, what do you think, Jude? Not a bad first outing? Very well handled, sir. I guess, should we go report back, or do you want to actually stay here and make sure this guy actually disappears? It is up to you. If you feel we need to stay, then we should stay. I think we should follow him at a distance until he's actually gone from this city. Very well. I look, uh, Caleb, what's the surrounding right now? Just urban? No, the pools. Remember the pools? Like the pools. Okay. With the trees in between them. So he's walking down the road? 
Yeah, yeah he's, he's walking. He's walking like towards the city. Okay. Uh, I okay. I say okay. Follow me, and I pull David into the forest with me, right. uh, just off the road, trying to stay out of sight. Make stealth checks. One hundred and six. Are you trying nice. to follow this guy with him in your sight, or try to follow his tracks? I can follow his tracks. It's your choice. Tracks. All right. Then instead, make survival checks. Uh, crap. Ten. Is that is that what we're doing? Yeah, David. What'd you got? Uh, fifteen. My stupid dice got stuck on the side between eight and twenty. Mm-hmm. Dropped to an eight. I knew that was weird. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Eighteen. What did you do? I was on my owl. <laughs> All right, you got it. You follow his tracks, and he follows um, back to uh, the place, uh, the town that you first arrived in, David. And you see, he goes into his house. And after- Wait, I'm sorry, the town that I first arrived in when I came here. Yeah. Like into the game? No, into Antioch. Antioch. Oh, okay. And uh, he goes into a house, and he stays in there for a little bit. How long are you guys gonna wait? Mm. I look. I look at David. I'm a very patient man. Mm-mm-mm. I am not. <laughs> He's honest. I go up and uh, knock on the door. No solicitors. Open the door. Doors. Open the door. You hear a lock unlock, the guy opens the door, and he's looking weird. Is it that guy? Yeah. Sir, uh, may this, I help you? This doesn't work for me. Please come in. May I get you a drink, some food? No. What What are you doing? Um, th- this is my home. Oh, this is your home? Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, yes, sir. I look at Jude. Hey, Jude, I'm a little bit uh, hazy on our instructions. Are we supposed to make this guy go away away or just stop selling? Stop or get something better. Okay, so then we're totally clear here. Yes, sir. No more selling. Uh, Only make an intimidate check because you're essentially saying we know where you live. (laughs) Yeah, 24. Okay. Uh, Sir, we are clear. Uh, I am out of business. All right, then. Let it be understood. Never say I wasn't a fair guy. If you stay out of business, this will be the last time you ever see me. If you don't, next time you see me, it will be a lot different than this. I won't be as cordial. I understand, sir, and I very much appreciate your time. Okay. I'm satisfied. Let's go. And he says, uh, sir, may you never age. (laughs) As long as I don't drink your potions, I'm sure I'll be fine. (laughs) Uh, Make a burn check. (laughs) Is there any little bit of food on the counter? Or on the like, counter? In, in the house. He offered you food. Is there any like little bits of meat or like a chunk of meat or whatever? Not on the counter, no. Darn it. Okay, never mind. Forget it. Okay. Why, what were you going to do? Jack his food? No, I was going to take one. I was going to give it to my owl. Uh, I was going to be... That would have been hardcore if you had been like... Uh, I like how he's like... I wanna... Wait, he's offering me food? I don't want that. Is there anything I can steal? <laughs> yeah, but that's kind of badass. No, not steal, but do it right in front of him. Like, right. refuse being served by him and then just take it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, let's go talk to him know who the boss is. Let's go talk to our boss. Agreed. And by the way, to get in and out of this area, of course, you're going through the Lost Woods and the uh, Guardian always lets you through. Mm-hmm. Recognizes you as Lin Kuei. You eventually get to your fortress and you get back in there. Okay, uh, go to Ashitaki's office. Ashitaki. Hey, I look at David. David. It's the other yes. way. 
<laughs> I'm hearing something in the back. I don't know if it's the dog or something, David. Yeah, it probably is. But with this, there's no way for me to get rid of the mic. Could you go into your have... room? I mean, if that's not too much trouble, that way we don't hear the dogs quick, on the quick, hard quick. floor. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> Just because you, you said that, that you did that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, in a minute, in a minute. If it keeps going, I'll move. What, Caleb? You don't like my ticking? Fine. I'll do some more. Uh, Ashitaga, he's, like, sitting at his desk, and he's doing a bunch of stuff, and he looks up. And he says, enter, enter, enter. That's quick. Success? Uh, problem solved. How was the problem solved? I first gently explained to him what the issue was, then he didn't received the message and then I not so gently explained it then the message was received and then I went to his house just to make him understand we know where he resides and reconfirmed it and I also destroyed his entire inventory any bloodshed nope well uh David you have Exceeded some expectations, though you have narrowly matched mine. I told you before, I don't think you're a man of violence. This was, uh... Let's just say this wasn't worth a life, though I'm giving it to you. I just needed to prove to some people that your first option wouldn't be violence. Thank you for giving me that opportunity. You've, uh... Managed to do a task without killing anybody. And that's always good. Because the Grandmaster, uh... Abhors bloodshed. <laughs> okay, if you say so. Listen, I know you don't think. Well, I actually don't care what you think. Um, <laughs> and he goes, uh, I will be sending you on another mission uh, shortly. I'll send for you when it's ready. But uh, do not expect such a task uh, to be handed on a silver platter as this one was. No more Understood. tests. But I am I am proud of you, David. And I want to let you know that I think that you'll be walking away from this. Uh, well, I other, hope right. Others thought that you would die by the fourth mission. <laughs> I think you can bring this to completion. Satisfy all parties. I hope you're right. Well, uh, enjoy some leave for a little bit, and I will send for you. Hey, Danny. Do you want to play some D&D tonight? Oh, I can't. My parrot's gonna have open-heart surgery again. That sucks. Yeah, it's gonna be super boring. Hang in there, Danny. She'll pull through. But remember, when you can't play, listen. At Tales from the Lich, we do our best to provide an immersive RPG play session with an ever-expanding library. When you can't play, listen. TalesFromTheLich.com What uh? What time of day is it? It's getting to be evening. It's you know sundown, sun setting. Okay. Um. I turn to Jude. Do you mind if I? Uh, I think I'm just gonna grab a little bit of food and get a good long night's sleep. Uh, I say sure. I could eat. Okay. Let's go. Uh, on the way while we're walking there, you hustled that guy almost like a natural. Are you from New Jersey or something? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You also back up like a natural. Well done. Well, to be honest, I kind of got the feeling um, 
that was going to be uh, the deal. I don't, I don't think we're going to get anything that easy again. I think, they threw me a, I think they threw me an easy one first just to see what I would do. Well, just like Ashitaka is my superior, he has his superiors. So, all in good time. Okay. Ready for something more solid than gruel? <laughs> yeah, I think I can handle it now. Mm-hmm. Right. Get some good food. I feed my owl. Yeah. Uh, I look. I keep an eye out for those two bozos. They're um, out. They're, they're they're somewhere in the corner with their friends. Mm-hmm. No, we'll sit in the opposite corner. And keep away from them. Hey Jude, you said you've been here for five years. Are you uh, in a similar situation to me? Are you working off some kind of debt, or is this just your life now? A bit of both. My my debt has been paid, but the master has been good to me. Mister Okusaki's hmm. been kind, so I've chosen to stay. Mm. He's put me under the employ of Mr. Ashi. He's kept me under the employ of Mr. Ashitaka. Um, so, have you ever actually met him face to face? Him? Uh, I thought we don't say his name. I've seen him. Me too. Somebody sits next to you, David. Okay. And uh, looks at you and says, uh, uh, "David." Yes. Hi. My name's Yumiko. And uh, I'm here to fix some of your wounds. That would be lovely. <laughs> and uh, she gives a little bow and she goes, uh, I'll wait for you in your room whenever you're ready and I'll uh, help you out. Just wanted to meet you okay, first and say hi. Well, thank you. Nice to meet you. As soon as I'm finished eating, that's where I was heading. Okay. I'll also be your, uh, your teacher for your time here, helping you to learn our language. Okay. All right. Happy to have you aboard. Thank you. She gets up, does a little bow, and she leaves. Hmm. That was strange. Oh, good. I wasn't sure what's strange. It seems strange to me, but I wasn't sure. You don't get no. your own uh, helper? Not for language. I had to pick that up myself. Yeah, that is kind of bizarre. They do seem uh, pretty obsessed with me learning the language. Well, let's just say the conditions that we came into the service of the Grand Master are slightly different. Oh, you didn't kill 15 people? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not only 15. Are you eating chips or something? Who? You. It sounds like you're reaching to a bag. Oh, yeah. Sorry, that is me. Sorry. With the phone. Sorry, sorry with the phone just picks it up a lot. Gotcha. Um, okay, I finish eating and head back to my room. All the stuff that you didn't grab uh, on your bed has been taken away, and Yumiko's talking to somebody there. And when she sees you in, she says bye to him and says, David, I hope you don't mind if I call you David. That's fine. Go ahead, sit down. All right. And she takes off uh, your clothes, and she like, just takes care of you. Uh, and uh, you are going to get eight points back. She changes your... Venom. Huh? Then I'm going to sleep and get another eight points. And she, <laughs> she changes the bandage on your toe and on your fingernails. And when she sees them, she just like kind of grimaces and goes, We all have to take our lumps, you know? Don't worry, it'll get be- uh, things will get better around here. Well, it couldn't get worse. Uh... <laughs> I chuckle. <laughs> right. She gives a little smirk. Master Ashitaka has requested that every morning after you wake up, we have a lesson. 
So I'll get you up in the morning and we can have our lesson. Sounds good. All right, don't cause too much trouble, you two. I, I bow my head. I kind of, you know, like, don't even put all my clothes back on, just whatever I would sleep in. Okay. And I take out the, uh, the Bible and I just start, I'm reading. All right. Laying in the bed. And then I'm just going to crash out. All right, dude. What are you reading? Uh, my old compatriot's Bible. A what now? Uh, a Bible. Are you not familiar with monks here? Yes, but we have no device called a Bible. What does it do? Is it a spell book? No, it's the story of our God. Fascinating. Then I kind of lay down. I put my take my stuff off and I lay down. Do you read uh, Common? I say, I'm, I may be a frontier hillbilly, but I do know how to read. Okay, I, uh... Listen, what kind of lame dork couldn't read or write? Am I right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I, turned the, I turned the the Bible to uh, Matthew, uh-huh. and I just hand it to him. I go, just, uh, this won't take you that long. Just read, read this until you get to a page that says Mark, and then you'll know what I'm talking about. And then I give it to him, and I uh, go to sleep. All right, get eight more HP back, David. Nice. I am fully operational. You're woken up far earlier than you want to be woken up, David, by everybody moving, rustling, and getting up. Okay. You guys go get your breakfast. And then I got to find out, uh, what's your name? You, Yumiko. Okay. All right, so I go to the mess, and I'm eating breakfast. Okay. After a little bit, she uh, sits next to you and goes, Morning. Good morning. Right. I'm, uh, she puts some papers in front of you and says, uh, go ahead and eat, and we'll do this while you're eating. Sounds good. I take the papers. Right, and she gives you a lesson. Okay, cool. That's what happens for your morning breakfast. What do you guys do after that? Uh, Ashitaka has yet to send for you. How good, I, I nod toward the gun, how good of a shot are you? Well, I've been uh, improving, because unfortunately I've had to use it more than I'd like, so... Pretty pretty uh, good at this point. Target practice? Uh, yeah, if you consider people targets. No, I'm offering target practice. Oh, you want me to go shoot target practice? Um, like. Sure. Where do you guys do that? You have a training facility here? <laughs> I'd laugh when I get up. All right, I follow. I go to the training facility. <laughs> All right, you go to the range. Go practicing their bow and arrow. All right, I'm envisioning right now what happens just to set it up, like RoboCop. You remember the first, the original RoboCop? Yeah, I do. Remember when everyone's shooting and then he comes in with that crazy machine gun gun, <laughs> and like everybody stops because it's like blah, blah, blah. no one here, even though they would know what a gun is, no one here would ever have seen my gun. Okay. Like no, it. in this in the sense of kind of showing off. Yeah. I take it I take it out and do like send six uh bullets downrange like really fast because I would know they would never have seen a gun that could Is this uh time. you're holding it and you're throwing back the hammer or are you Yeah, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Clint, Clint Eastwood. Just like it's <laughs> fat I don't even care if I'm hitting the target. I just want to show that I can rip them out. Alright, make um I want you to make attack rolls. Um Six of them? Yeah. 
But do like the plus 13, plus 8, plus 13, plus 8, plus 13, plus 8. So 3, 8, plus 13, 3, 8, plus 8. Gotcha. I'll give them to you one at a time. 22, 16, 22, and ooh, nice. 30, I mean 26, 19, and 14. All right. Every shot hits, and many of them are like right towards the center. Every kind of like then stares I, at you. And then I spin it and put it back in my... As he has practice, it looks awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I turn to Jude. How's that? <laughs> I chuckle. A very interesting weapon. Very loud, though. Oh, and that's then part I, of its appeal. I, I loose an arrow downrange. Thank you. What was the first roll there, Tom? <laughs> My dice gets stuck. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. A one. His uh-huh. bow breaks. What was the roll? <laughs> Plus your modifier. My modifier would be... Where are you? Uh, go back to me. Just give me your number. You know how to do this? Do I was on number. my owl. Stop being on your owl. Yeah, dummy. 16. Okay. He hits the target. Close to the center. If we, have, if we ever get into a fight with field mice, you can use your owl. <laughs> it hits near the center, but not at the center. I whistle and I have the owl land on his shoulder. Okay, I kind of uh, flinch a little bit. More than... Man, that, you got to teach me how to do that. <laughs> he can hunt more than field mice. And I whistle again and I call him over to my hand, my arm. Show me. Maybe in time. Again, five years is a long time to build a friendship. Ah, oh, come on. You wouldn't have done that if you didn't want to show me. Uh, I, I knock another arrow. I do like to show off myself sometimes. <laughs> yes. What? What did you roll there, buddy? Fifteen. It hits near Wait, can I, his other arrow. Plus, plus twelve. Or no, plus my second roll. Fifteen plus... No, this is another. You haven't done this twice in succession. This is back to the normal. Fifteen plus twelve. All right. He hits a bullseye. Well, at least I know if we get into anything, we'll. I can count on you. And hopefully that owl's got a few tricks up its sleeve. Or a wing. I look at him. Pray that, pray that you never see them. Oh, David, I forgot. There was something else next to Phoenix's stuff. The letter, the dried flower, and then the gas mask was there. Okay, I would definitely have taken that. Okay. So, David and Jude? I turn. Report to Ashitaka. Very well. Well, that's our cue. All right, let's go talk to the boss, man. I wouldn't call him that into his face. Hates titles mm-hmm. like that. Noted. I should go in, you sit down, and he kind of leans back in his chair, puts his hands behind his head, and he goes, Gentlemen, uh, how are you doing? Have you sufficiently showed off? Uh, I, yes. I, compared I, I, dick I, sizes, everyone's happy here? I, I fight back a, a chuckle. Yes, Master Ashitaka. Um, and first of all, thank you for, what's her name? <laughs> uh, her name is Yumiko. Thank you for uh, Yumika. I appreciate it. You're welcome, David. I'm glad you appreciate those kinds of things. You get to know her. She's a good girl. Uh, just don't upset her, and you'll be fine. I'm starting to catch a theme around here not to upset people, so <laughs> doing my very best. Maybe her especially. Okay. Um, 
today I have a wonderful mission for you. There is somebody uh, in town who uh, has a very special, we'll call this a package. You are to pick up the package. I'm not expecting trouble, but I very much want people there who can handle trouble if it happens. You may find this to be just as easy or if easier than your last mission, but I guarantee you we find this one far more important. Take this okay. package, bring it here. Using any means necessary. I have a feeling that this person's going to go back on the deal. This sort of deal often has people going back on it. If it does so, we want this package. You understand? Yes, sir. I can't express how important this is to me. This is so important, David. If you do this, the whole thing with Suka will be forgotten. The whole thing with Suka? Yes. Not, it won't credit any, just one life? No, it'll credit for what you did. We'll call it replacing something you broke. Okay, that's fair. Package is a girl named Hui Ru. Her family has sold her to us. You're to pick her up and bring her here. Unharmed. I don't care if she draws a sword and tries to kill you. You are not to hurt her in any way. You understand me? Understood. Not a scratch. I don't want a bruise from a sore arm that was twisted. You understand me? Yes. Absolutely unharmed in any way. I'd rather... Both of you die. And a matter of fact, if she comes back harmed, both of you will die. Have I expressed how serious I find this issue? Yes, Master Ashitaka. Great. Go get her. The good thing is, if there is any trouble, the family doesn't really have any fighting skills. So, thank you very much. Uh, we will be uh, providing you uh, an escort. Uh, and he says, uh, send him on in. And in comes a Wervian. Um, Jude, you know that Wervians are the personal bodyguards of Grandmaster Rokusaki. Mm -hmm. That is all they do. Master Ashitaka, a Wervian? Uh, I believe you have your orders. Of course, Master. And I bow and I leave the door. Uh, the Wervian, like, walks up to you, David, and, like, kind of sniffs. And, like, at you. <sighs> kind of, like, snaps at you. And turns around and walks away from you. I, I whisper in his ear, I think he likes you. I think I might have killed a couple of his cousins, I whisper back. <laughs> oh, that changes things. Alright, let's go get this girl. You guys uh, leave, and the Warbian's pretty much just following you. He's like providing backup, he's not taking any sort of point. And any, anything we say, we'll assume that uh, you're translating, unless you tell me you're not, okay, um, Jude? Gotcha. Um... The Wervian says, uh, why, did Ashi why did Ashitaka send you? You should have sent more of my brothers. I, I look at him. I was about to ask this, you the same question. This is too important for you. End of commoner. I look at him. To my recollection, the last time your kind was entrusted with a package, you lost it. To him! 
I look at him, maybe that's why they sent him. Now, if we're done comparing sizes, let's get going. As you're walking, at one point, uh, the Worvian walks next to you, and his steps are very heavy. Mm-hmm. He's got these big wings, and, and, he kinda, and they kind of make him almost kind of like uh, his arms kind of flow back and forth as he walks. And his head kind of bobs back and forth, left and right. Uh, he's a very heavy guy. And when he gets to you, David, he, uh, he says to you, and this is all, again, as, as Lanty uh, drew it out to translate, and he says, um, uh, I knew those people you killed to free that maniac malpass. Sorry about that. If it were up to me, I'd tear you limb from limb. But it's not up to you. So let's just do what we were sent to do. I don't like you. You have a mouth. He doesn't like you. <laughs> I don't like you either. No respect. Uh, I just ignore him and just keep walking. You, uh, you eventually get to this person's house. Um, I whisper something into my owl's ear and I send it off. Okay. What'd you tell it to do? Around to the back door. Okay. I go up and uh, knock on the door. Uh, the door opens and you see a, a man who looks very stoic. And he bows to you and says, uh, Come in. Uh, I bow and we enter. Yeah, I bow too. And the Worvian does not in any way. He just walks in. And he just stands at the door and kind of folds his arms. Tucks his wings in so he doesn't... Takes up less space in the house. And the mom is there with the daughter. I guess the word I could use to best describe this girl is flowery. She's got a pinkish-reddish hair. Uh, she's wearing, like, purple and white and pastel colors. Like she armed? She is, with a very fancy-looking sheath. And sword hilt. And the, and the guy says, um, well, here she is. I look at him, I look at her, and I look back to him. Thank you very much. And I, I'm speaking as Lanty, of course. Right. And she kind of, like, walks forward uh, to you guys. And the Worvian comes up, and he uh, puts his hand on her shoulder. And, like, the mom kind of, like, when she sees that, she kind of puts her hand over her mouth. Um, I don't speak as Lanty, right? Correct. Uh, Jude, assure her mother she will not be harmed. I copy his words. Tell what you say. She will not be... Uh, exactly what David just said. I, I assure you that... My, my friend wishes to assure you that she won't be harmed. Uh, of course. We know... We trust the Lin Kuei. We're friends of the, of the Lin Kuei. And we are grateful for your friendship. Uh, uh, miss, what is your name? Your name is Go Feck Yourself. That's what her name is. <laughs> uh, Aya. Well... Aya, okay. Now, does she have a weak spot, and can she fit inside the house she's yes, in? Yes, yes, these jokes are great when we keep using them. They don't get along. <laughs> um, Aya, uh, Miss Aya, if you will follow me, please. What for? The deal was only for her. We didn't do anything wrong. No. The the daughter's name. Oh, I thought you when you asked her. <sighs> the da- No, the daughter's hey, name. you used a... You used a pronoun hey, for somebody I'm who sorry, just I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I get, I yell at people How for this all the time. I'm sorry. Hui Ru. Hui Ru. Yeah. Miss Hui Ru, if you will please follow us. She nods. And she goes, what will I be doing? For now, following us. I, I look back to the mother and the father, but and then I look back at her. But as we have assured you, you will not be harmed in any way. Uh, we're still in the house, so I kind of... 
put my hand up to Jude and I just say, just to, um, hold on one minute. I, uh, I go outside and um, kind of look up and down the street, you know? Yeah, perception check. Up, I definitely want to roll perception. <laughs> he walks out of the house with his uh, boot with a... Um, what are those things cowboys wear? Um, spurs. Spurs. He walks out with the spurs, looks up and down. Everyone, like, goes inside. Tumbleweed comes across. Tumbleweed the blows across the street. Yeah. 25. Uh, you don't see anything that looks threatening, but you do see that guy who you told not to sell stuff selling stuff again. <laughs> I'm joking. You don't see <laughs> You just went so high, I had to give you something. Uh, there's nothing threatening. Nothing out of the ordinary. You okay. do see, with a 25, there is a, um, there is a crow in a tree near you looking down at you guys. Oh, okay. I, I motioned back into the house for them to come. Uh, the father says, can we offer you any food or drink? No, thank you. Your hospitality is appreciated. As you guys go to leave the house, the mother steps forward and says, wait, maybe we can give you something else. And the Worvian stands in front of the girl. With respect, ma'am. We have been given our orders. Listen, I'm older than her. I'm a better worker. I can do whatever she can do. And, and the husband kind of puts his hand on her shoulder. Stoically, I look at her, please stand back. No, no, listen. And she steps forward, and the Orvian kind of, like, draws his, uh, his, like, sickle. I'm outside, so that's why I'm not interacting. Gotcha. I'm sorry. The arrangements have been made. There can be no change to them. Please step back. And I bring my, uh, my left hand under my cloak. Make diplomacy. 24. All right. She continues stepping forward, and her husband says, Honey, please come here. And he steps forward as well. And as soon as the guy steps forward... The Worvian um, has, like, his, his weapon ready to strike. He's, like, ready to hit anything that comes in his range. Uh, he says, point, and he says, um, stop them now. I get okay. in front. I walk into the house uh-huh. at this point, yep. and I tell Jude to translate for me. And uh, I speak to the girl. I, sorry, I can't remember these names. But I speak to the girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I say, tell her this. I say, um, if you love your parents, walk out right now with me. I translate. Okay. She looks at you and she nods and she she is ready to follow you. Okay, I, I basically just like not in a rough way, but I lock arms with her, you know, like in an escort kind of way. Uh huh. And just you know, I just walk. I, I'm back to the parents, like not even listening, just walk and just start walking down the street. All right. And the mother's like, "Wait, no, wait." I'm not even not even turning my head, just walking. No, please, at least me. Let me say one last thing to her. And the Warbian starts backing up as he like he is with facing the family to be with the girl with the Quayru. I look at her. I will. I will deliver the message. Like she wants to get past you, Thaddeus. Uh, Thaddeus, sorry, um, Jude. Are you I. Her? Yeah, I have my. Uh, I pull my quarter staff out and I. Right, roll. For, uh, roll CMB. You don't. You're going to succeed unless you get a one. This is just in case you get a one. Yeah, I got a. Seventeen. Uh, anything but a, as long as you didn't roll natural one. Because um, attack rolls and CMBs are two things that you can get natural one and automatically lose. Um, there might be a third thing, but I can't think of it. Uh, she's like, she's like reaching out and she starts crying. She's no, 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 no. Let me say goodbye to my daughter. How can you do this? I remain stoic. And, and the guy gets up and he's like trying to to pull her back. And uh, the Warvian says, um, "They're gonna come after her." Uh, I kind of snarl with the girl. Oh, I at, him, at him. At the Wervian, with the girl. Like, stay with the girl. And he turns and he goes, and he's, he's uh, right next to you, David. 
Okay. I'm moving. Uh, they, and he says, uh, um, get your hands off of her. I'll take her from here. Uh, okay. I concede. Okay. Are, are they both outside? Yeah. Uh, I look at the family. If at all possible, I'll attempt to keep my eye on her. And I'll relay any messages I can. And I turn around she and I walk She hits out. you in the chest and goes, you don't even let a mother say goodbye. I turn and I walk out. Okay. Stoic. Uh, the door is flung open and you see her running and the husband running after her. Uh, I try to use my staff to trip her. Like, I, I, I she's yeah, yeah. behind me, I assume, so I dodge it out. Just let me know if it's a one, that's all I need to know. Uh, Don't, I just said it's all I need it, to know. Okay, no, it's not a one. Alright, you trip her and she falls on her face. And the husband comes up behind her and she's like, um, um, you're terrible, you're terrible people. And he's like, don't say that, no. Because you, you, are you insane? You're going to insult the Lin Kuei? And he, and he looks at you and goes, my apologies, have mercy. No apologies necessary. I would advise you to bring her back inside, though. And he picks her up, and she's mumbling things, bad things about the Lin Kuei's as he pulls her away. And I turn, uh, I whistle for my owl. Um, I didn't notice the crow, right? No. I look, uh, no, okay, I look to David, was everything safe? Yes, everything's good. I nod. Not without its troubles, but at least there was no bloodshed. Beginning to think that we should put the girl down. She'll come for her again. That cannot come to pass. What do you think, Jude? Put, as in put the mother down? Yeah. I look at him. Outside of our, outside of our parameters. My orders are not the same as yours. Commoner. I look at him. What I would you say I do? I would say that you follow our orders. You are not the commoner. Oh, my bad. We were told to bring the girl back. Let's bring the girl back. I thought that was my name also. I apologize. They don't refer to you as commoner anymore. Okay. You're not one of them. Sweet. Um, after a little while, uh, a crow flies and lands on the wing of the of the kobold, of the Wordian. The Wervian uh, says, "Stay here. Keep the girl safe." And he walks away and he begins talking to the crow. And after a little bit, the crow flies away. Anything you want to do while he's separated from you? Um, could I try to listen in? The uh, Shermic perception. Thirty. Twenty-six stealth. Um. It's far enough away that I don't care what you roll, you're not going to hear everything, but uh, it just seems to be a kind of like an update on what happened. And he's like, tell the grand, tell Roku uh, he's on, she's on her, her way. Uh, and he eventually comes back without the crow crows flown away. He goes, Let's continue. I nod. You guys get to the forest and the guardian lets you through. Mm-hmm. Guys are making Sorry. your way back to uh, the stronghold. And uh, now that you're coming this way, which wasn't a way you've come before, uh, uh, you go by the carcass of the uh, dragon again, and the Wervian notices it and goes. uh, He doesn't seem to pay no mind to it, as if he had seen it before. Whether it's the first time you'd seen it, Jude. It's the first time I've seen it? Yeah. 
Uh, I, I'm kind of staring as it, uh, staring at it as I walk by. Orvin says, uh, "It's no threat. It's been dead for days." What killed it? It's a unique creature called None of Your Business. Cheerful as always. So, commoner, what makes you so special that the grand that Oroku has mercy on even you? I have no living idea, but that doesn't mean I don't appreciate the mercy. Most people who have killed my brethren die. But again, most people don't get to kill my brethren. Why did what did you want with the Malpass anyway? And uh, I, 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 I cocked my ear. Well, to be honest, we didn't really want anything with Malpass. We didn't even know what it was going to be. We just wanted to... Uh, we very foolishly thought we could use it as a bargaining chip with... Uh, the master. He seems satisfied with you and continues on. Eventually get to the thing and when you get into the place he says, I'll take her from here. Your job is done. And two more Worvians come down to meet you. And a crow is sitting on one of their wings. Pass her off. I look at David. Um, if you don't mind, I'd like to take her to um, what's his name? Ashitaku. Ashitaku. I'd like to take her to Ashitaku. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your job is done. She does not go to him. Okay. Yeah, he is. Uh, you will not be trusted with where she's to go. Understood. Right. And they take her away. You guys are left to your own. I look at him. Best report to Master Ashitaka. Okay. Ashitaka looks at you and says, uh, Well done. I hear that uh, she has been delivered. Safe and sound. Yes, Master. Any trouble? Only the smell. <laughs> the mother wasn't so excited for her to go, but we were able to uh, handle the situation without bloodshed. You see, David, my words of you have been proven true yet again. Well... Well done, and again, I will call you the next time you are needed, but uh, I want to let you know that I'm very happy, and my superiors will be very, very happy that you were doing that you did this job so successfully. Okay, thank you. You have the rest of the day for me. What do you guys do? Pub? I was going to say, am I allowed to go to town? I ask. Oh, you'll be needed much before you get back from town, so you should not leave. Okay. We have different amenities here. What you need, I'm sure we can provide. What are you looking for? Yeah, a pub, a change of scenery, maybe uh, a place where everybody doesn't hate me. I'm not sure I can provide you the final thing, but uh, yeah, you can take it in some place where we can relax, where you guys can relax. Thank you. Very well. I'm very happy, David and Jude. Very happy indeed. This job being success is won me a lot of favor or will win me a lot of favor some people said you weren't the men for the job but I said who who here is yet proven that they can secure a package we're being sure haven't I chuckle but there's a, a man who could steal something from beneath the nose of a worthy and I thought that that man could do the job I'm glad I didn't disappoint yeah you were darn right you're, you're glad 
Uh, I bow. Of course. Just let's assume that I always do that. Yeah. yeah, that goes without saying. We're respectful. Yeah, we are a respectful company. Um. Uh, so, you want a drink? You want to go to the library? What would you like? Hey, if the uh, sake is as good here as it is in town, then let's do that. I wouldn't know, but I can bring you to where you can get some. Oh, you don't drink? Not sake. The taste doesn't sit well with me. Okay, let's go. Alright, there's a spot where it's kind of like a, a wreck area, for lack of a better term. There's different games and things, and having fun. There's even people cornering like a, like a little fight pit. They're fighting. Um, and David, here is where you're seeing like a variety of creatures. Most Lin Kuei are human when it comes to like the people in the robes and the ninja-esque outfits. But here, there is everything. All sorts of different kind of fae. Who are all these people, Jude? They're Lin Kuei. You did not think all of, all of us were humans, did you? No, we uh, we're um, how should I put it? An international organization. Hmm. Interesting. All right. I order sake. All right. It's delicious. It's better than the stuff that's in town. Uh, I look at the bartender. So, you wouldn't happen to have any more of your um special supply, would you? Oh, hey, Jude. Yeah, sure. I got some for you. And he reaches under <laughs> the counter and he pulls something out for you. I take out a small bag and I slide it across the counter under, underneath my hand. He takes it skillfully and stealthily. Um, thank you. And uh, I start pouring the bottle. What you got there? As you can probably assume, fine liquor from the south isn't exactly very common, or isn't as common up here as other drinks. It's nice every once in a while to have a little bit of wine made in Tanlu. Hmm. You spent a lot of time in Tanlu? Uh, once or twice. Yeah, me too. Recently? Wait, Possibly. is Tanlu the mountain city? Yeah. Yeah, pretty recently, within the last few months. How are things down there? Uh, things were fine there. A little bit of uh, some strange weather, but other than that, things seemed okay. So, now that we're becoming friends... Oh, good. I thought you were going to be like my last companion. Okay. <laughs> what? I mean, you, you say that you brought down the tomb and destroyed the monument. It doesn't bug me. It's not my national history. But I am curious. Is it true about the uh, the Guardians? As you guys they... are talking, you hear Bugger like, Whoa! As somebody like it smacked real hard in the fighting ring. There is a person who looks like a living cactus who just like beat the snot out of this one guy. Well, if it was the Mayweather fight, then no one was really beating anyone. But that's not for me to say. <laughs> yeah, you said it anyway. Indeed. Um, so, were, were the Guardians really made of a ceramic? Uh, yeah. Com really? Completely. Yeah. And the wish ring. Come on, what did you wish for? I never did. I did not wish. I cocked my eyebrow. Why the hell not? Supposedly, Why do you... the, the, the ring can give you anything your heart desires. How do you know I had the ring? Oh, come on. I'm sure you were quite close with your other companions. I would have at least wished for something up there. What I'm saying is, how do you know we even had the ring? 
Well, you're here, and the monument's not. So, right. assuming you got out alive, I assume you got the ring? It's enough to say no wish was ever made with the ring, as far as I know. That's unfortunate. Yeah. <laughs> We're fortunate. So, I, I would... I think you'd have to be careful with that wish. Indeed. What was uh, what was the tomb like? It was a very uh, interesting place, and uh, deep down, it had a lot of levels to it. It was bigger than mm -hmm. what it seemed like. There was a time where I would have attempted to approach the tomb myself, but when I came into the employ of uh, the Grand Master, they were quite insistent that I stay away from the place. So I did. Some laughter well, comes from interest? like two tables next to you, and there is a dryad and a nymph, uh, both girls laughing to each other. Doing what? Just laughing to each other. They oh. obviously said something funny. The dryad, by the way, is... The strange, beautiful woman has flesh that seems made of wood and vibrant hair that resembles leaves and blossoms. The nymph is a delicate figure, her long ears tapering points above her head, her beauty painful in its perfection. I want painful. you to think of the most beautiful, perfect-looking person that you can imagine, and that's what she looks like. Okay. And she looks wet. Anyway, more scenery to happen while you're talking. What, uh, what was your interest in the tomb? Well, in another life, I was uh, I was less of an uh, I was a bit less controlled than I am now. And uh, there was a time where the idea of treasure would have uh, greatly appealed to me. And the ring would have appealed to you. It still appeals to me, but I have uh, looked beyond such things. Well, what would you have wished for? Depends. At the time, I probably would have asked for endless riches five years ago. But I'm not sure what I would wish for now. Yourself? Well, to go home. Where is home? We'll save that story for another time. <laughs> I chuckle. And I, I lift a drink and I, I lift a small glass of wine and I drink it. I kind of drink myself to a nice... Uh... <laughs> buzz and I stop okay I, I stop short of that but I do I do cork the bottle and I put it in my satchel this thing known as a will o' the wisp oh mm -hmm. David you can't sing Could no you I can if you put it if oh, you, you put can. it up I can click it yeah it's a it's a floating blue orb with it looks like maybe a skull in the center of it and it's glowing okay. blue and it kind of hovers over to your table and says, uh, and again, all this is in Aslantian. His face is translating. Um, can I get you something to eat? I look. No, thank you. Commoner. Uh, I'm kind of like mesmerized, you know? Yeah. And I just uh, shake my head now. Very well. And he leaves. I kind of whisper a bit closer. It's not polite to stare. All right. <laughs> I avert my eyes. <laughs> What's the matter? I've never seen a, a wisp before? <laughs> uh, that's exactly what I say, pretty much. The nymph comes up to you. That's the water-like person. Mm-hmm. Uh, comes up to your table. 
and uh, looks at David and says in kind of broken common, um, hey there, it's none of my business, but I just want to let you know that my friend over there just thinks you're cute. And she's pointing to the uh, dryad. The, the wood chick? Yeah. Um, um, I appreciate that. And then I, uh, I say over to the bartender to buy her a drink on me. Nice. Um, the bartender obliges and a will the, the wisp goes over, picks up the drink and kind of like it floats into the ball and goes <laughs> over and comes out of the ball. Next thing. And the uh, dryad winks at you, David. Okay, I just kind of nod, but I don't really engage. Okay. And she, there's like, uh, what do you call it? Not like a robin. Like a little, like small birds, like black cap chickadee size. Uh, kind of flying around the dryad and she's like you know letting them land in her finger and stuff and uh one of the birds flies from her finger to you and lands on your shoulder and like like starts doing like light little pecks at your cheek uh i look at jude is this weird i look at him this is antioch it's only weird if you think it is <laughs> racist <laughs> hey i love it i don't i don't stop it okay all right i'm gonna buzz this about you and she gets up, and she comes over to you guys and says, thanks for the drink, honey. And she says it in much better common than the dryad. And the dryad's there with her, and she goes, you mind if we sit down? <laughs> the dryad and the nymph? Yeah. I look at Jude. By all means. The, uh, the dryad sits close to David, and the nymph sits close to uh, Jude. And she goes, what you drinking? To Who David, says that? To David. The dryad to David. You're... Wonderful sake. It is good, isn't it? Yes. Thank, thank you so much for the drink. I really appreciate it. Uh, no problem. We're just taking a bit of a break, so thought I would share the goodwill. And she goes, uh, how good are you at drinking? <laughs> Not very. No? Me neither. <laughs> uh are you going to ask us our names? Sure. What's your name? My name's Isis, and this is my friend Celestia. I uh, I take uh, Celestia's the nymph, right? Yeah. I no, take no, no, no. her. Yeah, correct. I take her hand, a pleasure, and I kiss it. <laughs> Very nice. You're going to die, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, uh, it's a bit noisy. Shoot, this is the dryad today. It's a bit noisy in here. You want to. Why don't we go somewhere quieter? Um, uh, I appreciate the offer, but uh, I'm a married man, and I don't think my wife would approve. She goes, uh, oh, really? Where is she? <laughs> oh, She's dear. At, at home in my, in my land. Huh. So she's not around here? No. And then she uh, puts her hand on your hand, and she kind of, like, twists your ring. To kind of starts like pulling it off your finger, and she goes, "Well, then here you're not married." <laughs> I just put the, I kind of pull my hand out and put the ring on, and I say, "Sorry, wherever I am, I'm married." But I do appreciate it. She goes, "Oh, stop being such a stick in the mud. Come on in my room, and you need you to make a will save." Uh, fifteen. It is exactly fifteen. Nothing weird happens. But she still said that. She still doesn't respond. Oh, okay. 
No, I think I'm going to be uh, turning in. We have a lot of work to do. Oh, come on. You could look like you could use some relaxation. Come into my room. Make another will check. <laughs> come on. <laughs> Same thing. 15. Again? Gosh darn you. Yeah. The girl on you, um, Jude, she goes, let's get the pretenses. You want to come to my room? I'm incredibly flattered. And any other night, I would absolutely take you up on it. But... Uh, I whisper into her ear, just try and make sure David doesn't hear me. Mm. I have to watch this guy. Orders from the master. And she goes, oh, okay. But surely but, you can't watch him all the time. I mean, if he's away with someone else and she points to the dryad, you'll be free, right? I chuckle. Uh, I say, maybe, and I wink. Uh, David. Yeah. Did you make another will save? I'm good. No, you need time out of this. Uh, 24. Dang, you're <laughs> good. It was a different spell, and you can go screw yourself. Um, she uh, she kind of frowns at you, and she goes, you don't know what you missed. And she gets up, and she leaves table. And she goes, Celestia, let's go. Let's leave these guys. And she gets up, and she goes, maybe later. Um, I, uh, again, I take Celestia's hand, and I kiss it, and I put a little feather in it, and I say, maybe later. All right. It's nice not have being a austere monk. It has its perks. David, that last check I had you to do? Yeah. She cast a deep slumber on you. Oh, okay. But it was DC 17. You got whatever that freaking thing you got. Right? Was she going to eat him? No. She wasn't going to eat him? Okay. No, she was just going to sleep with him. Huh. All right. I stand up from the table and I go, uh, you don't know much about nymphs, do you, Jude? Uh, I, my eyes are kind of following Celestia as she walks out. Oh, I need all I need. I know all I need to. I, I look at him. Five years, remember? Well, a bit of advice from a new friend. That's not... That don't You don't want to go in that direction. <laughs> <laughs> I'll think about it. All right. I'm going to go uh, turn in. Very well. I get up and did I... David like, resist her wiles, but he, like, resisted, like, three spells. I'd used uh, all but her strongest spell. <laughs> I used, uh, I tried to use two charm persons on you in a sleep. Hey, Caleb. Yeah. Nym nymphs only, wait, what, what was the thing that tried to, uh, get with Thaddeus? Dryad. Dryad, okay. That's the thing going on. Oh, I thought it was a nymph. No. Mm -mm. Oh, my bad. You are bad, David. Yeah, I get up and and leave. I stand up and I follow him. Okay. You guys go to bed. I'm watching. Yeah. I watch him as he sleeps. I'm just kidding. Creepy. All right. And you guys, you guys go to sleep. It's the next day. Your morning routine. You get your breakfast. You get your lesson from um, Hoshi or Yumiko. And uh, while you get your le after lesson, she goes, uh, "You're picking this up pretty quick, David." Yeah, I learn better when I'm not getting. Uh... <laughs> Struck <laughs> my mistakes. Getting struck for your mistakes. Never mind. Bad joke, sorry. Oh, okay. Well, I think you'll be picking this up in no time. You'll find it useful to know our language around here. Yes, that will be very helpful. I thank you again. No problem. Hey, I'm not doing it in my own free will here. I understand, but you're still the one doing it. You're very kind. Not everyone's so kind around here. Wow. I try to be as polite as possible. I appreciate that. You just doing some face exercises there, Dom, or you want to say something? 
Uh, I'm avoiding looking at her. Okay. So what brings you to Antioch? Well, unfortunately, I was in a bit of a misunderstanding with the master, and that's why I'm here, and now I'm going to great lengths to make it right. Oh, I see. Well, you are <laughs> you are someone special. Not everyone has misunderstandings with the Grand Master. And as you know, by cleaning my wounds, I was taught a tough lesson. Speaking of which, why don't we change those bandages uh, when you go back to your room? Okay, let's do that. You guys back and any chance where it's like, uh, you know, you take it off your shirt and you're like, oh, look how I tracked out my muscles is like completely gay when she has to take care of a foot. <laughs> and gross fingernails. Well, believe me, I get the feeling that this is not the place for uh, an, a relationship. an office romance, so I'm in no way right. even um, remotely flirting with her or anything. Cool. Nothing but the utmost respect. Very nice. So I heard you actually got to go uh, work with one of the... Uh, Royal Guards. The Warbian? Yes. Yeah. Uh, the Honor Guards. I was on the... Unfortunately, I had been on the other side of interacting with them on the wrong side. So, it was... And you're alive to tell the tale. I am and they're not. Fortunately and unfortunately, if that makes any sense. Well, now I see why the Grandmaster kept you around. To defeat an Honor Guard in battle is not an easy feat. I can't really remember anyone who has. I went Walter. If there was one thing I learned by working with him, it definitely didn't make me a friend of them. Yes, I'm not too happy about that. Then again, if my brother or sister was killed, I probably wouldn't like you either. Brothers and sisters? Oh, they're all related. You know how that is. <laughs> <laughs> Nepotism well, is like crazy around here, I'll tell you that right now. Due to my current state of affairs, it was regretful. Well, I guess... Your gun does something for you. They're not used to fighting guns. Yeah, I kind of figured that out. Usually just fly out of reach of people and get them from the distance. Well, that's my strategy, too. I guess that's why I gave them such a hard time. Well, oh, uh, I can't fly. How far can you shoot somebody with that thing? Uh, on a good day, 30 feet. Hmm. Well, ranges are all changed. Uh, just uh, do your best to keep off that toe as much as you can. It's getting better. It'll heal up a couple days. Will do. You said keep off the toe. There is no toe. <laughs> and she, she uh, bows and, and leaves. Hey, I'm Caleb. And I'm Christian. And we're the hosts of Pathfinder Academy, your go-to podcast for everything and anything Pathfinder. We cover everything from basic mechanics, skill checks, combat with weapons, combat with magic, party roles, character creation, how to run a session, player types and conflict, character death, house rules, making good encounters, rewarding your players, romance, how to kick pigs, pre-made campaigns, homebrew campaigns, storytelling tips, class guides, race overviews, class reviews, book reviews, and much, much more. You can catch us every Thursday here on the Trailblazer Network. See you in class. I look at her. I look at him. You seem to. She seems to really take a liking to you. Yeah, I seem to be having a strange effect on the women around here. <laughs> well, for the longest time, I've been the only game in town. Why do the Lin Kuei not date amongst themselves? I chuckle. It was a joke. Oh, okay. Though, 
It's not exactly encouraged. She's very nice, so I have no reason not to be anything but nice back. I know no one around here believes that's my nature, but it is. If you want, I'm going to go up to the uh, uh, owlery for a little while. You're welcome to join me. The what now? Aviary. Aviary owlery. Uh, yeah, sure, why not? I'm not doing anything. I'll go on up. All right. It's a, there's, most of the birds are crows, but there's all sorts of other animals there as well. Uh, from, you know, birds. I look at them. Watch your step. <laughs> uh, uh, whistle. You're welcome. Eh, quill. Um, I start petting her and cleaning her. Mm. Okay. David, a, a crow lands in front of you and is calling you. Crow, crow, crow. Okay, I look at it. Just keeps calling you. Crow, crow. It's annoying. I, uh, I flush my owl at it. I don't know what that means. Wings, wings, gonna go open at it. Okay. It kind of, it kind of like flies away. It flies up a little bit and calls and flies away. Hate those things. Most annoying things in the world. You don't like the crows? No, they're sinister and backstabbing. But they work for the master. Eh, so do the Warbians. Gotcha. Not all the, don't get me wrong, not all the crows are bad, but not all of them are good either. That's good to know. A great big owl, massive, like the size of a person, mm. uh, kind of flies up and lands in front of you and says, um, Ho, ho, Jude! Woo, haven't seen you in a... Oh, in a... <laughs> <laughs> <I think it's> <laughs> like... <laughs> That's great. That's the best thing I've heard all night. <laughs> I haven't seen you in a coon, Zage. A coon! What's it to do? <laughs> and kind of rubbles his feathers. Who's your friend? Who's he? Who? Who? This is David. He's a new charge of mine. How have you been? So busy <laughs> flying to and fro. Nice to meet you, David. Good to meet you, <laughs> talking Al. His name is his name is Kepora Gebora. He's one of the elder owls in the aviary, and a dear friend. Goes up. By your action, I take it you haven't met many many of us around. No, I would definitely have to say this is a first. Really? How long have you been in in in? <laughs> How long have you been in Antioch? I don't know. How long have I been in Antioch? Couple weeks, yes, right? Yeah, less than a month. Couple weeks. You meet many like me. Uh, I look forward to it. You can avoid the dumb-witted animals, but most of us have our wits about us. And he kind of, and he kind of leans forward, and he kind of turns his head, uh, three sixty, and he goes, "But I'd keep away from the crows if you want to keep any secrets. <laughs> they like to talk." I'll remember that. Thank you. So what brings you to town? Man, everybody wants to know what brings me to town. Uh, you don't see many of me. We don't see many of you. I, uh, I had some uh, business to attend to here that didn't go so well. So I'm now in the service of the master. Oh, I see. So you're from the south. You're with the commoners, right? 
Yes. I've flown over it once or twice. Big cities! Big cities down there. Yes. You ever lived in the city? Yes, I did live in the city. Ooh, what's it like? What's it like? Is it a big uh, to-do? <laughs> yes, lots of people and all kinds of strange going on. Not as strange as this, but pretty strange. Not as strange as this. <laughs> what passes for strange down in the cities? Um, they uh, just have a different way about them, let's say, than up here. He spins his head like 180 and says, Tell me, tell me about the big mechanical creatures. What are they like? Are they friend or foe? Friend or foe? And he rumbles his feathers. <laughs> Neither. They are servants. Servants they of could who? Be either... <laughs> they serve of the you? emperor. No, of the emperor. I've seen him once. Young lad, young lad. Little wet behind the ears. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> sure. Why do you refer to us as commoners? You speak common. Oh, that makes sense. All the people in the South, they speak common. Unrefined language, that one is. Oh, I'm sure it's good for you, good for you. Wouldn't fit me very well. Well, the, uh, the mechanical... The clockwork that you're speaking of are definitely very uh, amazing things and frightening things. Ooh, sound to me like the, the honor guard that serve you know who. Yeah, well, no offense to them, but worse than that. Worst. Ooh. You think they could win in a fight? Tell me, can they fly? And he brings his big wings up. Uh, one of them can. I'd like, I'd like to put him to the test. I'd like to see a couple of them versus a couple of ours. <laughs> you seem like a nice guy, so I would say, please don't do that. No, no. You want to hear a bit of, a bit of gossip? A bit of news I heard from the crows. The crows you said we shouldn't trust? Oh, they like to gossip. There's anything you can trust them to do, it's to talk. They talk a lot. Oh. Yeah, sure, I'm game. What did they say? They said one of the dragons, the, the strange-looking ones, with the four paws and the wings and the head and the tail that's quite different from each other, they came in and it took a couple of our dragons and they took him down over the ocean. <laughs> it was quite the to-do. Came in and took a couple of your dragons? No, 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 no. He came in or and took a couple took him down. Wow, did they know why he was here? Oh, was, oh they tried to talk to him. He was just, oh, he was just insisted on causing trouble. They had to take him down. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I saw that dragon. Oh, you did, you did. They're so strange looking. Yeah, I killed a couple of those. <laughs> Woohoo! And his head spins 360. You killed a couple? Yeah. Ooh, you must be quite the fighter. Tell me, can you fly? No. How did you do it? Lucky shot. <laughs> I, pull, I pull an arrow from my uh, quiver, uh -huh. and I say, these can fly. 
I'd imagine it took quite the dozens to take down one of those creatures. Nah, just one, if you have the right one. Ooh, and he flaps his wings. You are quite, you are quite the person. Well, I'd like to take the credit, but I really just had the right tool for the job. Tell me, could you kill one of those machines that serve that young man? No. <laughs> Nor would I try. The young man, he looks, he looks a little bit young for, for leading a whole world. I mean, our master is quite the aged man. He's very wise. But do you not have a king? Oh, the emperor, he is also very aged. Though you wouldn't know it to look at him, because no one ever gets to. <laughs> but it's really our master here who, who motivates our lives around here. I've noticed that. But tell me, how, how smart is the young man? Have you met him? Yes. Is he, is he a worthy leader? I don't know. I wouldn't trust somebody who's not younger. Tell me what to do. Well, I don't think it, I don't know how it works up here, but down there, that is a birthright. So he's the emperor because his father was the emperor, and has nothing to do with his age or intelligence. Mm -hmm. But he seems to be doing a decent job. It's a tough job. Well, it's been nice talking to you. It's true, it's true, but I have things to do. And it kind of ruffles his uh, feathers. <laughs> yeah, nice to meet you. It was nice to meet you. And he, and he goes, Jude. And he gives you a bow. And, and I bow. And he leaves. I look at David. Always an interesting conversation. Always wanting to learn more. A year ago... I would have found that very strange. Hmm. Now, it's barely a drop in the bucket. You can, I looked at him, you can imagine my surprise when I, first time I'm up here in the Avery, and uh, he comes in and starts talking to me. Quite, quite an interesting fellow. You definitely could say that. So, now that I've gotten Quill all cleaned up and fed, anything you particularly want to do today while we're waiting? No. In fact, I'm kind of hoping we get in, uh, get a, an assignment soon. The sooner I can uh, complete assignments, the sooner I can get out from under his thumb. Hmm. Well, it's not so bad here once you get to know him. That might be so, but then I'd rather be here free, not under uh, servitude. That's fair. You see a snake like slithers away as an as a uh, Gabora chases him away, <laughs> and he like slithers past your feet and out the door. <laughs> Dumb creature should have known better. <laughs> no, you know honestly, I've never gotten quite used to living up here. So, are you free to go home? The building kind of shakes a little bit, and you know, um, Judah, that's it going underwater. I'm free to go home. Yes, but it's a complicated story. Maybe we'll talk about it one day. Sure. I'd love to hear it. Well, nothing. You don't really get your orders that day, so what do you do for the rest of the day? If I don't get orders? Yeah. Uh, I go take another bath. Yeah, you do.
while you're in the bath, uh, David, the nymph comes out of the water right by you. Oh, come on. Why are you so obsessed with this? <laughs> you're funny. And the nymph appears right next to you, David. Okay. And she goes, hello, David. Huh. Funny running into you here. Yes. We had a nice time with you yesterday. Uh, thank you. It was very pleasant to uh, forget my troubles for a little bit. And tonight there's supposed to be a special performance. I was wondering if you would like to go with me. Oh, I don't know. I think you're asking the wrong one. I think my friend was uh, kind of sweet on you. Oh, well, I was considering more of like a, a double date scenario. Yeah, about that. Um, I'm not going to do that. Oh, and you're such a stick in the mud. I know. It's one of my many character flaws. Mm. All right. You know, she, she's going to be disappointed. She really likes you. And as I told her, that is much appreciated, but um, for a list, a very long list, uh, romance is not on the menu. Married men are just the worst kind of men, and she just kind of goes into the water and disappears. <laughs> Good. <laughs> okay. After that, I kind of pick up the pace a little bit and uh, <laughs> get dressed and go back to my room. Mm -hmm. And there, again, anytime I have downtime at this point, I'm just kind of, you know, reading the Bible, clean the gun. All right. Hang out. All right, it's at night. Um, what do you guys want to do? I look at him. You sure like to bathe a lot, don't you? It's not, it's a convenience. I haven't had a lot of, uh, time for in the past few months, so it's nice to take advantage of it. Mm -hmm. I see. Because uh, in my life here, I'm not sure how far it'll be between another bath, so might as well while I can. <laughs> Jude! Jude! Somebody comes in. I look up. Uh, just one of your friends that I'm not going to come up with a name for. And uh, he goes, uh, <laughs> it's just a throwaway NPC character that you never see again. Mm -hmm. uh, you just call him uh, NPC. He comes in, he goes, hey, Jude, Jude, you got to see this. Did you hear what's going on tonight? I look it up. In like what? an hour, Krofgar is going to fight a Worvian. He got a Worvian to accept a challenge. My eyes widen. What? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> David, we're going. Okay. NPC, thank you know. <laughs> uh, I, I, uh, five, uh. What's the currency in the north? Just gold? Same thing. Five gold says Krofkar beats the crap out of the Warbian. Bull crap. I ain't seen a Warbian lose to anybody yet. <laughs> I chuckle. Uh, you gonna take my five? I, real, I, I really chuckle. <laughs> and he goes, I'll raise you ten. One platinum on this. Deal. Krofkar is going down. Uh, you just wait and see. He's gonna kick the crap out of the Warbian. Mm-hmm. Last time I checked, uh, Grofgar didn't have wings. <laughs> uh, he can compensate. And he goes, well, I'll see you there then. See you there. Save me a seat. All right. You hear that, David? Uh, finally, yeah. Croft, some, one of us is going to finally stick it to those Wervians. Don't spread it around too much, but I've already stuck it to a bunch of Wervians. <laughs> <laughs> For that, I'm grateful. Trust me. Hey, Caleb, I have a question. Weren't the Wervians, the, were the Wervians the thing in the tomb, too? The thing in the tomb. 
Remember we fought creatures in the tomb besides the terracotta soldiers? Weren't they oh, Wervians? No, those, those were like giant ant-like creatures. So the Wervians we only killed when we attacked the delivery? Yes, and technically uh, you guys just barely hurt them. It was the automatic shotgun for yeah, yeah, that yeah. killed them. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, let's, let's go check it out. This is Krofgar. I know you can't see it, Dave. I'll describe it to you. But he's just like a living cactus. But like he looks like a big, bulky man. Imagine mm-hmm. a big, bulky man just made a cactus. Okay. Mm. And, Let's go. Uh, you get there, and this place is crowded. It's the same bar you were at before. And uh, and like the little ring where everybody's fighting, Krofgar's sitting there. And, he, and he's uh, he's yelling out insults to the Orvian. He's he's returning them back, and every once in a while, like one one ups the other. But he's like, oh, <laughs> and that sort <laughs> Yo of. Yo, mama! I heard your mama was just a dove, dumb Warbian. Oh yeah, well your mama was a houseplant. <gasps> you take that back. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. And they're getting they're getting pumped for a fight, and uh, and the fight begins, and they start uh, you know fighting each other. Everybody's real excited about it, and a whisk comes by and goes, "Can I get you a drink or something to eat?" He goes, watching a fight is always better with a full stomach. Um, I nod and I request a little sandwich. Yeah, I do the same. I get a, I get a, a sake and a sandwich. I'll be back momentarily. He eventually comes back and I'm like, David, I want you to make a perception check. Okay. But I didn't say I was looking at anything. I know, but you're going to have to make it. Perception 19. Rothgar makes a big punch, connects right in the face of the Warvian, and like a tooth flies out, and there's all these needles in the face. Like, ah! And David, like, you kind of notice that, and you look around, and your stomach kind of like drops almost. You look, and there's uh, a teenager standing near the exit, just perfectly still, not participating in anything, just looking around. His eyes, his head is perfectly still. Um, he's wearing clothes everybody else is. He looks like, like everybody else, but uh, he's very much not a northerner in his face. And he's probably still... And there's another guy about in the middle of the room who's also just standing there. He's not even looking at the fight. His back is to the fight. Oh, boy. I, um, I stand again, up and I... He's not a northerner. Right, right, right. I stand up and I kind of... Um, I tap Jude. Mm-hmm. And I say... Uh, <laughs> what? 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 Come with me. Rothgar's kicking the crap out of him. I look him dead in the face. Come with me. Oh, fine, fine. I get up. Under first. what circumstances would you like to come with you? Is it maybe if I want to live? <laughs> <laughs> I go, I, I, as I, I, I walk like shoulder to shoulder with him, I, I say, you see that? I say, you see the kid over by the door? I nod. Stoic kid, not even looking at the fight. I say, go stand by him. I think something bad is going to happen. And then I, know. I stand, and I kind of stand by the other one that's back was turned. I okay. stay at his back so he doesn't see me, but I'm right there. Okay. They are very conspicuous as you're looking at them now, Jude. And the fight's going on. Everybody's like, yeah. And the two guys now turn and face each other. And they look at each other, and they nod. And they pull out of their cloaks a gas mask, and each one of them puts, puts one on. Um, I want to I tackle the guy. You tackle him? Okay, make a CMB. Because I was on him. Yeah, yeah, you were. Sure. Yupparoo. Yupparoo horrific. Nice. Uh, I hope this is nice. 26. <laughs> I hope this oh. is nice. Uh, you tackle him on the ground. 
And he's like, oh, and the mask kind of falls off. And just so you know, the whole point of me tackling him is like bear hug style. Like his arms are not moving. All right. uh, And tink, tink, tink. And a canister falls out and rolls across the floor. Open canister? No, no smoke or anything like that. Just tink, tink, tink. Is it like a pin grenade? Yep. It's a gas grenade. And and the pin's in it? Yep. It's like that. I say it's a gas grenade because you know what they look like. They're cylinder. They look very different than a fragmentation grenade. Yeah. Um, But the other guy, like he puts his mask on next to you, Jude. And you see David tackle, and the guy pulls out his uh, grenade, pulls the pin, and lets the hammer go. Okay. Um, and tss, smoke starts coming out of that grenade. I immediately uh, grab the guy's mask. Uh-huh. And um, I throw it to... Wait, do I... I guess I can't decide if I would have my mask with me. I imagine you have all your equipment with you. Yeah, I probably would, especially since I'd be paranoid as... Um, I, throw, <laughs> I toss the mask to uh, his mask to Jude and I yell, put this on. And then I, facing him, I put my mask on because I'm sure it's foreign to him. So, you know, he sees how, how it goes. Okay, I, it. I need you to make another CMB because while you're doing this, your hands are going off of this guy. Yeah, I'm so more you're trying to like hold it down with your him. knees or whatever. Yeah. So make another. Nice. 28. All right, you, you're getting him down. He's like, that was an actual you. 20. So and he looks up at you and he him. goes, um, uh, you can't do this to me. He goes, I'll die without that. Who are you? You don't understand. They all need to be punished. I say, tell me who you are. And I kind of motion as if I would share the mask. You know what I mean? Yep. And he goes, and you most of all. You need to be punished most of all. You are such an egregious offender. You think you can just just live your life like this. Is that what you think? You think you can just hurt people and you can live promiscuously and you can just do all these terrible things live life like no one else is going to get hurt where you're hurting a lot of people and he starts like almost crying meanwhile uh jude you get the mask and you see him put mm-hmm. it on I, I i put mine on already the guy looks at you and he tries to pull your mask off uh, wow. make a CMB. uh 24 versus your cmd yeah he gets it he, he kind of knocks it off and he pushes you away and he runs um, over to the other guy and he chance to re- he's running away, right? Yeah. I get an attack of opportunity. Sure. Uh, I do the call with my kukri. Uh huh. And try to slice at his mask. Alright, cool. Ugh, you stupid kukri. <laughs> uh, twelve. Uh, yep. You slice his mask, and it breaks, and he's like, "Do you know what you just did?" I shove mine back on. And uh, he looks back at where his friend looks at you and looks friend, and then he goes after you and he dives after you again. Uh, 29, 30. Yeah, he tackles me. He tackles you and he pulls your and he pulls your mask off and he's trying to put it on himself. And uh, he starts coughing. You start coughing too. This, this smoke is like completely obscured your vision. At this point, people are are starting to like. There's like a little bit of commotion. Like, what the heck's going on? And people are starting to cough. My turn. Uh, no, let's go back to David. David, what are you doing David. over there? Okay. I want to um, roll a pistol whip, and my intention is to knock him unconscious, not kill him. Okay, yeah, sure. I'll make you deal. If you if you beat his AC by ten, you'll knock him out. Uh, fourteen. Oh no! You hit him, and you like hit him face. And he's like, oh, it obviously hurts him, but it doesn't knock him out. And uh, nineteen against your CMD. Against my CMD? Yeah. No. He's trying to, like, get out of underneath you. And he's like, you don't know we're all going to die. You deserve to die. I don't deserve to die. 
Um, can, I, can I try again? Yeah. The people uh, that you hurt, you think you can just party all the time. Just 25 in of iniquity and you knock him out. 20, I knock him out? Yep. I, immediately when I knock him out, I stand up and I like grab him by the, you know, the back of his shirt by the neck. Yeah. And I drag him out. I'm heading out of the room, dragging him. Okay. And I grab Jude on the way too. You guys on top of me? Kind of when you get to Jude, Jude, there's a guy out. on top of him, and he just got the mask away from him. He's putting it on his face, and Jude starts coughing, and your eyes start welling up, and you, mucus is just all. Your whole face is just thick board mucus, and that's your face right now. Gotcha. I want to take two shots at the guy. Okay. In the body, not the mask. Okay. Uh, twenty-three. With your Darth Vader, it's perfect right now because right now you probably sound like. <laughs> what is it? Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Yep. Oh, natural twenty on the second shot. Don't bother. You you blow the guy's heart out of his chest. Rip the mask. Put it on, Jude. I do. Okay. I kind of stumble then, out of the room. And the guy yeah, starts, the guy you're dragging, David, starts convulsing. All right, I just drag him out. All right. You get out. All right, I look down. Is he alive? Uh, he is, but he's, he's seizuring, and he's starting to get, like, blood out of his eyes. All right, I, uh, Jude, where is a, uh, a doctor here, an infirmary? I'm still coughing. Uh, I, I point down the hallway. Okay, I drag him over to wherever he pointed. Okay. Um, all right, you get to an infirmary. I uh, pick them up. I get. I take it there's like beds or whatever. Yeah, and uh, uh, Yumiko's there, and she goes, "What in the world is this?" I, and just in total panic, I kind of throw him on the bed, and I'm like, "Save this man!" Uh, what's what's happening? He's poisoned. He's poisoned. Poison. All right, I can fix poison. And, and as she's doing it, I'm tying him. I'm strapping his wrists and ankles to the bed. And she goes, uh, "All right, all right." And she gets out a potion. And she goes, and she kind of tries to hold his mouth open. And the guy stops convulsing. And she starts pulling it down his throat, and he disappears and starts pouring it under ah. the bed. And your mask disappears. Hey. Both of your masks. Both? Yep. And she, and she stops and goes, what just happened? No, my mask doesn't disappear. Yes, it does. It's the mask I had the whole time. I know. It disappears. Ah. And I'm, I'm like, visibly frustrated. Okay. Jeez. Would anyone <laughs> like to tell me what's going on here? <coughs> Same question. <coughs> um, I wanted to uh, know. Dom, I want you, that... you were some. You were in there for some time. Come on. Sixteen points of damage. Oh. And you're nauseated. No, you're sickened. I start coughing and I drop to the floor. And she goes over to you and says, "All right, dude, here, dude, drink this." Uh, I look at her and then I drink it. Okay, it does nothing. The potions, it does nothing. She's like, what manner of poison is this? If this doesn't fix it, it's not poison. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Here, help me get him on the bed. All right, I move him over to the bed. She goes, what happened? Did some, she goes, you guys aren't that popular around here, huh? It's too much to explain, but we just, I needed that man alive. Well, whatever he's alive, he teleported away. He's not alive. Do what you can for him. 
Alright. Uh, you're kind of okay, Dom. You just have those conditions, but you're not, like, completely disabled or bleeding out of your eyes. You weren't in there yeah. long enough. I go back out, Caleb, mm -hmm. and I kind of, you know, at a safe distance. I assume the doors are still open in that room. Yes, but the gas is completely gone. It's not Alright, that's what I was... There's no gas. Nothing. Okay, I go back in the room and just kind of look around. I want to see if there was anything otherworldly left, the grenades or anything like that. The grenade that fell to the ground has disappeared. There's nothing but some blood from where you knocked the guy in the face. And the one that the pin didn't pull is still is gone too? Yep. Are other people dead? Yes. This is new. Okay. I go back to the infirmary. Right. You, are you okay, Jude? <coughs> Who won? <coughs> well, we won, but we lost. Because killing them was killing him was not my goal. <coughs> I mean the fight. <coughs> <laughs> I don't know. Who won the fight? Damn. I told you about hanging out with me, didn't I? <laughs> what the hell was that? I don't know. That's why I needed that. And alive. <clears throat> I start clearing out my eyes. I look at Yumiko and I say thank you. Do I get to know what happened here? Uh, two men attacked the bar with a poison gas of some kind. With a poison gas, so a wizard. Why I'm not a world? wizard? How? Not my, not my job. Not my job. It's not my job. So, all right. Uh, and then she starts organizing people to go to the bar and help uh, everyone out. In the top. My job is to take care of them, not to figure out what the frick, how security sucks around here. But whoever's okay, job yeah, it is I... to have security, he's dead tonight. <laughs> he's not waking up. If he's asleep, he better, he better hope he's asleep. That way he's not awake when it comes. Well, unfortunately for that guy, this was unavoidable. Nothing's unavoidable, David. And she leaves with a bunch of nurses to go. Okay, so... Is um is Jude like bedridden? No, he's he's recovering. Sick. He had the mask on long enough. He only had a little bit of time exposure. Mm -hmm. Okay. The mucus is probably the worst right now. It's just kind of gross. There a spare potion anywhere? I'm sure there's stuff all around. Yeah. I asked you, you, you Miko, if I could snag Check one. On. No one else is here. I'm sure there's a nurse or two, but most people have left. Yeah. I'd look. I go to snag one. All right, thank you, one. Cool. I take it. And now people are starting to get rushed in. Mm -hmm. like, what's the death count right now? So far we got three dead, but we got more coming. Three? What the heck? Uh, I walk out. Yeah, me too. David, what the hell was that? <laughs> uh... Uh, for the sake of having to tell this story multiple times, maybe we should go see um, whatever his name is. The Ashitaka? boss. Ashitaka. 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 Very well, let's go talk to him. 
Okay, we go down to his office. Okay. And uh, you get there, and he's like, he's outside his office talking to somebody. And he looks at you and goes, thought you might show up. In. Okay, I go in. Greetings to you, yeah, yeah, and all that. Uh, is this Mr. Heck again? <laughs> no. Mr. Heck is dead. This was somebody else. I tried to uh, capture one of them to get some answers, but unfortunately he died. Hmm. I was kind of looking forward to uh, handing him to you as you seem to be a man that's good at getting information. Hmm. You know, I didn't want to concern myself with this issue of yours, Mr. David, but you seem to make me have to. Because, of course, he yes, acts I while you're here. Yes, there's a lot more to me than my misunderstanding with the master. I'm afraid that um, we're all of, your whole world is at risk. Well, David, I don't care. What I care about is that it happened here. That sucks. But honestly, I don't care. I wanted to care, but people told me not to care, so I don't care anymore. You just okay. do your job and you handle whatever problems come your way. So your higher-ups have no interest in this? I am not going to speak for my higher-ups. I'm just going to tell you I don't care anymore. <laughs> okay. Sorry. Can I ask you one thing, though? Um, when I was being interrogated when you first... Uh, captured us I asked you about a man that was in the interrogation room with me a, a non-northerner with a knife and you seemed to not believe me do you not know about that? I figured you had just figured out how to teleport there and were messing with us okay so the man that was in the room with me does not work for you well, now I want you to explain, because when you were first talking, you were kind of talking nonsense, and it was just, I thought, some weird, stupid intimidation. Tell me what happened. In one of the times when I teleported to the interrogation room, as you were bringing me back and forth from the noise room, mm -hmm. there was a man with a dagger who um, was, as I said, not a northerner, and spoke with a foreign accent, a different accent. What do you want? And I mean, I don't, sorry, wanted, I don't care. No, I don't know who you're talking about. Listen, okay. I can't care. Do you understand what I'm saying? I hear you. And I don't want to hear I anymore. Just wanted... I can't hear any more about this. It needs to go away. Yes, sir. I'm sorry I can't help. Then your I'll problems take my leave. your problems. And you've just made okay. them our problems, and we're not going to hold that against you. But as much as you can, keep them your problems. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, thank you very much for your understanding. Get out of here. I'm bound at least. All right. All right, as we're walking out, I turn to Jude and I say, all right, we need to talk. I look at him. Let's go. Where's somewhere we can go privately? No crows. No crows. The most private place would be the very first floor because that constantly gets flooded. You know the place with the tree? Mm-hmm. So not, people don't really go there unless they're going in and out. You come with me. 
Okay. Now bring him to the tree. Um, I'm, I'm not from this world, and I was brought to this world for a purpose that I don't know. Those men that attacked us tonight are not from this world, and they're brought to this world to try to kill me for a purpose I don't know. And <laughs> somehow in the balance is this entire world, and why your bosses don't care, I don't understand. If this world is destroyed, obviously they have no world to rule. So... I'm thinking it's time for me to take you to Yumiko and see if she can do a mental check on you. Do you know how insane that sounds? Not any more insane than things teleporting from another world and dropping gas grenades. Well, we don't know that they were from another world. They were dressed just like us. <sighs> Man, no matter who I try to tell this to, nothing but skepticism. I'm dressed like you, I, and I'm not I, from this world. That proves nothing. I would be interested in knowing more about those weapons they use, though. What is it? They're called grenades. They can either explode or release a gas like that. And those those weapons only get worse. I cock my eyebrow. In fact, it wasn't really me that killed the Warvians. It was another assassin from my world. And his weapons took them apart like they were nothing. I'll give you a bit of leverage for now. Or I'll give you a bit of leeway for now. Let's just pretend I believe you. What do you recommend we do? A crow flies in from the main door and lands on the tree. Ah. Kind of turns his head and looks at you guys. I whistle. I said, let's go serve the master very willingly and perfectly. <laughs> the owl comes in. And kind of make an intimidate check with the owl. With the owl? Yeah. Who make an intimidate check? Me. Me, me, me. Oh, oh his me. owl. I thought you meant the big owl came in. No. 15. 15? Ah, kind of flaps and flies away. So, you, um, so you, you were saying before we were so rudely interrupted. Um, I fear the only way to, to stop this, to save this world, is we need to find a way to do what we're tasked to do and not in any way cause trouble, but figure out what is going on, because this isn't going to stop. So what do, you, what do we do? The man who I was telling him about that was in the room with me, we need to find this man. And I have reason to believe he's somewhere here in the north. Okay. They call him Kaiser Soze here. Somehow through our travels and our missions, just keep it in mind. We need to find this man. Very well. I'll keep my eye out. He should stick out like a sore thumb around here. Let's go. Let's get back up there and see if we can do anything to help. Okay. And when you get up there, a lot of the beds are all full. And uh, a lot of dead people. I look for uh, Kaka, whatever his name was, the cactus guy. 
Oh, what did I call him? Rothgar or something like that? Kothgar or something Kothgar, like that, yeah. Whatever, okay. Is he there? He's not among the dead, no. Where the sick? Uh, I look, where's Kothgar at? Kothgar? Um, I don't know. Okay, I go back to the room. What room? The bar. Okay, there's a lot of cleanup and stuff. I look at uh, anyone I saw that was in the room before the detonation. Yeah, a couple people. Uh, I look. I look at them. Uh, did they get to finish the fight? No. Nah. As I start cleaning up. No. Nah. Damn it. I know. I would have won that ten gold because the Warvian was wiping the floor with Kothgar. I cocked my eyebrow. Didn't you see that opening punch? And I and I put the, I write a table. He cracked him right in the face. There was no recovering from that. Well. What there's no recovery from is those wizards that assassinated all those people. Agreed. I I, glan I give a side glance at David. And yeah, you, I'm quiet. You guys, uh, how'd you guys escape unscathed? Near the door. I was near the fight. Yeah. The heck, that was weird stuff, man. Oh. It gone as quick as it came. Freaking wizards, am I right? Yeah, I'd like to get my hand on them. I'd like to get my hands on them. Yeah. Well, I'm sure he... Listen, you killed him, the Grand Masters, man. I'm sure he'll be coming after him. I'm sure we don't have to worry about it. Absolutely. We'll assign somebody to go get him. Yeah, maybe, maybe you. you. and your friend. <laughs> I chuckle. Or maybe you. <laughs> uh, I look at David. I finished cleaning up, I say. So what do you want to go do? What do you want to do now? Uh, I think I'm going to go lay low. <laughs> Hmm. I got an idea. Follow me. Okay. Uh, and I take him to a nice little spot just out uh, outside the uh, the palace, uh, okay. but near near the forest. All right. A kind of like secluded. Um, what's it called? Meadow. Meadow. Yeah, I guess in the middle of the forest. All right. Not too far though. I bring him to it. I come here when I want to be alone. I think it'll be safer for everyone else if I'm here for a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's a nice little meadow. I, I come here to think and get away from everyone. Found it when I was uh, first interned here. Now, what is this uh, mind thing you were talking about? Mind thing? Did you say you were taking to Umiko? <laughs> get your head checked. Talk to a shrink. I don't get your sense of humor, man. <laughs> She's a shrink. On on her off days. Gotcha. I thought you meant she could actually do something. Uh, she can. She'll hit you upside the head. She'll say, "No, he's okay," and then you'll drop this nonsense of other worlds not like everyone else the more and more you don't believe me the more certain it is you'll die <laughs> I already did once <laughs> believe oh. you about what and somebody comes out of the woods it almost seems like they meld out of the trees I uh, and, knock and an arrow and I yank my bow around and it's the dryad and she puts her hand up I, uh, I lower my bow this isn't your business. You know, I was there, and I saw you tackle that wizard. 
And I saw that wizard use a magical device I've not seen before. So I'm a little open to whatever you have to say. And I think it is my business because your little wizard friends killed my friend. I, uh, I frown. And I killed them. So for your part, let's call it finished. You shouldn't be so quick to throw away allies. I don't think you'll find many of them around here. David. And what is it exactly you do around here? She goes, the master's work. What is it exactly you do around here? Aside from tackling people who no one else notices. I noticed because I was looking at you all night. <laughs> and if you want me to keep a little quiet about how you seem to be pretty knowledgeable on these guys before they did anything, why don't you let me into the loop? That has no threat. They know. It's already known that I know. They don't care. I bet the people whose friends died would care. Oh, I see what you're saying. So you're blackmailing me into being my ally? That's a strange way to go about it. I just want to know what happened. I don't know. And that's the truth. I'd like to know, but I don't. I want to believe what you're talking about. This thing that your friend here won't even believe. Why don't you just talk to me? Because I like you and you seem like a nice person. Knowing me and knowing about this will only get you killed. Tell me. Make a will save. Man, for someone that wants to be my friend, she's pretty devious. Can't say anything about friendship. It's just in her nature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. My will was a 24. Go screw yourself, David. <laughs> she cast a gesture on you, but obviously it failed. Obviously. She goes, listen, it was my friend that died in there. And for your own safety, I'm going to keep you in the dark. I can take care of myself. You're such a weird person, Southerner. You don't like want anything that's nice. <laughs> Come on, you can trust me. We'll save. <laughs> You're just going to keep going while I fail. Well, until she works out the spells. She gets a certain amount of day. No chance you're going to tell us. 19. You saved. <laughs> <laughs> About time I roll what my way. <laughs> one, one, one. All my guns break. Roll saves. 90, 97. Uh, I got a low one here. Oh. 83. <laughs> Um, I, I say this, I say, all right, I'll tell you this. There are people trying to kill me. People that come from a place far, far from here that are much more powerful than any of you. As you saw tonight, and that can, have, can reach anywhere I am. And so they are trying to kill me, and I honestly do not know why. So there's not too much light I can shed for you. I don't exactly know who or where they're coming from, but I do know they're not from here, from this world. And I do know they're not going to stop. 
So again, if you value your life, don't make an ally of me. Let me tell you whose life I valued. I valued Celestia's life. I grew up with her. We've been friends for a very, very long time. And I'm never going to see her again. Ever. Listen, I can help. You think I'm incapable? The trees hear a lot of things that happen around this town, and we stretch for miles. If you don't think the forest of the, of the very earth can be an ally, then I think you're a fool. Okay, then I'll give you one task. An important task. If you can do this, then we can have revenge. I need you to find a man called Kaiser Soze. If you can find this man, then we can have revenge. What does he look like? Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't think you overly described it to me, but I am just get like I'm taking a shot in the dark. So I'm. I described the man in the interrogation room. Oh, the guy with the knife. You're gonna describe him? Yeah, I'm okay. just taking a shot in the dark. All right. And I, but I tell her that it might not be him. The name is all I really have to go on. Okay, I'll make you a deal. I find him, you tell me everything. If I, you find him, he's going to tell us everything. And she backs up and she disappears into the forest. Not as in going into the forest, but as in like melds with a tree. I look at Juden. I mean, I hope that wasn't a mistake, but I'm getting desperate. No. She's a tree. She means what she says. Maybe a bit okay, forceful she... at times, but she's honest right. enough. Okay, so maybe that'll work out. That man will have answers. How can you be so sure? Well, I think the man who's trying to kill me will know why he's trying to kill me. Maybe so. Or at least that'll get me a lot closer than I am right now, which is nowhere. Hmm. As much as as much as I like killing the assassins they sent, eventually I'd like to stop that. <laughs> oh, but it, isn't it so much fun? It gets less and less fun, but yeah, so far <laughs> I've been able to work through it. Unless there's this guy with named Freddy, zero fun. Fun meter, zero. All right, well that will end the session for tonight. It's 12. Trailblazers is part of the Trailblazer Network. For other great Pathfinder podcasts, visit our website, tblazer.net. Want to get in touch? You can email us at tblazernetwork at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter at tblazernetwork. Your players have been David and Dom, and Caleb has been your GM. I've been Nicholas Laborde. Thanks for listening. Oh, wait, the Worthian didn't tell us his name, did he? I wonder if they even have names. Um, excuse me for a moment, I'm sorry. Alright, so David, how are you? Wonderful! Except for this stupid internet thing. Well, the internet messes up my life like ends, because that's what I do everything on. <laughs> Wait, hold on, let me check something. Hey Jamie, is the TV still glitching? Yeah. Uh, no, nah, it's still going on. Lame. I know, it sucks. Alright, with that face, I think Dom's talking to a girl. Uh, I can't see.
I think he just said I love you so much. I can read lips. Either that or olive juice. <laughs> probably olive juice. Yeah, probably olive juice. You know, he is, he is Italian. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that might have been Mama. I think I saw thank you, Mama. He calls her Mama? <laughs> hey, listen, a lot of people are into that. Okay, whatever floats your boat. <laughs> but Blackwater has it, doesn't it? I want to hear that? that funky Dixie land pretty mama pretty come mama. And take me by the hand. Take me by the hand, hand, take me by the hand, pretty mama. Dance with your daddy all night long. They call the girls mama and then they want to be their, their daddy. Like they kind of, it's a little weird, I think. Is you that Steely that. Dan? That's what? I think that's Steely Dan, right? I don't remember. But it's certainly that. something I've heard from other people. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's a 70s term. It's interesting. Why would you call? Why would you want to be called someone's daddy? Well, what's daddy. weird is I I know back in the day, like in the fifties. Yeah. It was like proper, like the moms would call the dad father, and the father would call the mom mother. Right. So maybe it's just some slang spin off of that. Yeah, I, I still that one is less creepy to me than wanting to be called I'm her daddy, you know. <laughs> I hear you. I don't know. I don't do it, so I can't explain it. All right, we, we got a bet, Dom. You can hear me? My apologies. We, all right, we, we have a... Is it Was it a girlfriend or your mother? Uh, One step larger, my grandmother. Oh! It's, uh, I, I turn, uh... It's my 22nd name day tomorrow, so... Oh, congratulations, Lane. Thank you. Um, I, know, I know, I know. Because I thought I said, I thought I saw I love you, but then I thought I saw Mama. No, that's my, yeah, my grandma. I call her me mom. Me mom. Uh. My me mom. Mm hmm. 